0: Welcome back yonder. Here we come. We're going to ponder. You know, we came to you. We had the great guest, Billy the Coin, with us this evening. What, uh... Ale- Alexander the Hawk is not with us this evening because Alexander the Hawk is away in a far-off land, a very exotic land, hanging with very exotic, great people, making another film, you know, and acting He's away. He's Uranus.
1: Huh? He's on your Uranus. He's always on my this but don't tell the public, dude. So,
0: as we, we we kick off into this, as we approach, you know, we know that the, the Boom Basta cast as a regular unit, we probably never do an episode like a big 420 episode, you know what I mean? Um, but we got Billy Coyne joining us, so we can get down with some of this discussion now. And what we're going to talk about is some of the supposed greatest you know, greatest stoner uh, films ever made. You know what I mean? No genre limitations, just straight up, straight up stoner films. You know what I mean? Bill, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I think the it's amazing how the stoner culture has been, I think, embraced, you know, more in recent years with... Um, you know in the grand scheme of things where certain states started to legalize um you know bud and it's just become more uh something that is more accessible and some people you know use it for medicinal purposes and some people use it for recreational purposes i think when it comes to the genre um there's a lot of great comedy that comes out of i think uh, stoner situations um it's just it's it's a fun genre i mean i think it's hard to hate it unless if you just don't understand it and there are people that don't understand it and that's fine but there are some people that really do love these movies and we're going to be coming at you with this list um of what is perceived as some of the greatest uh stoner comedies
0: or or comics, straight up movies, baby. Straight up movies, not even real comedy. Yeah, all genres. Yeah. You know, we're having the, you know, there's a foobar that you just happened, with, which is you kind of assumed, yeah, I'm not blaming you, because we kind of only know about stoner comedies, but all genres kind of tap dance in the stoner world. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes, you know, it might be a little more prominent, but yeah, no, I didn't. It.
0: It's like it got, he catches a bad rap for being a weed orientated thing, you know what I mean? It's very unfortunate. Stoner comedies, Stoner horror films kind of got the big, the big kind of, uh, you know, there's a thing John and Mackley jump to, at least I do when I hear that, like Billy does, you know what I mean? But they're all types. It'd be interesting to one day maybe see uh, like a Stoner movie win an Academy Award. I think it will, but it won't do it as a stoner movie, the same way Silence of the Lambs took it in as a thriller um, and not a horror film. I think that a stoner movie will come in, a complete stoner movie, Uh, maybe Bill and Ted style, where they're complete stoners but never smoke weed. Uh, Well, Forrest Gump, I guess, you could call first. That was the first stoner dramatic film, you know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, so it'll be interesting. But in the future, we'll probably see it. You know what I mean? What do you think, Bill, Bob?
1: I'm just thinking what you said about Forrest Gump. Yeah, you're right. I mean, looking back on it, it's like you think of it as a drama, and then you realize, oh, yeah, there was that element, element to it, you know, like with the, the culture shock, you know, like in the 60s. And you really, you know, you don't think of it as a stoner movie. I mean, it's a great movie, Absolutely. But yeah, you know, just thinking about it just reminds me that you know it was in there too. I think
0: they, they have a different word for Forrest Gump in that in, in that room, but Stoner works. It kind of it rides the same vibe a little bit. I I feel you know what I mean. It's a good deal. Um, but you know, Forrest Gump, one for the record books. They say you know Tom Hanks, the, the most beloved man in America. Uh, was involved with the film called Forrest Gump once. Not the film we're talking about. We're talking about a different Forrest Gump. But let's get cracking on our list. You know what I mean?
1: Let's get cracking
0: Yes, we only have 420 seconds to talk about this entire list. Um, first one up, of course, Dazed and Confused, the Richard Linklater film. Um, always a classic. Uh, great Criterion release of it, which is very nice. Ben Affleck in it. Some folks don't like Ben Affleck, but I get down with Ben Affleck pretty heavy. You know, him and me are cool. Me and him are cool, bro. You know what I mean? There'd be no beef. I like thing. McConaughey. McConaughey. is,
1: is oh, like Mr. Him. Cool in that one. I mean, I think it's a great movie. Um, it's just... <clears throat> trying to remember. Was that a, the guy who uh, wrote... Um, for Rolling Stone, um, Cameron Crowe. I can't remember, right. but you can't, but Crowe had something to do.
0: He might have with wrote the, it because he was writing, he did He did some writing before he did some directing, I believe, or, or was doing it. Writing from, yeah. him and directing.
2: Himself.
1: It um, was just one of those movies, um, just one of those movies that, uh, I mean, oh my god, I mean, it feels like it was almost like a fast time. It's, at Richmond High, just, I mean, you know, it's just one of those casts. Like, you know, it was just so many actors that went on to so many amazing careers. Um, and I remember, like, uh, what the hell's his name? I think Eric Stoltz. I saw her in there, and um, you know, kind of people of that generation. And uh, yeah, I know, but damn, I mean, Days and Confused. I mean, it was just one. I think it was one of those movies. I think everybody has seen, you know, at some point, and. It's either, I know some people celebrate it, and some people just... Um,
0: a lot of people celebrate it, you
1: know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think it is you're one of those
2: things.
0: You were talking about Matthew, Howell, Matthew McConaughey over there, probably the most loved people in the world. He's kind of like The Rock, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, where there are people that love them so much, or like a Snoop Dogg figure, where they would almost vote for him for president if they just ran. Like The Rock... The Rock will probably be president one day. Matthew McConaughey, you know, I don't know. Matthew McConaughey, I don't think would want the job because you know, he doesn't feel like that dude. The Rock, someone who would like that job though, I bet. And I could see him. I'm fifty fifty right now, probably leaning towards yes on voting for The Rock if he just if he just went for president tomorrow. Uh, before I even he opened his mouth and told people what was cooking, I would probably just give him my vote immediately. I mean, it's yeah. just one of those deals where uh, you just gotta kind of go with the Dwayne. You know, how can you not go with the Dwayne dude? He's battled off uh, natural disasters that no man could ever walk away from.
1: Animals, yeah, he's also battled man. Brendan Fraser.
0: He took the Stone Cold Stunner twice, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He can't be messed with, dude. You can't be messing with Dwayne so, know, yeah, the Rock.
1: You know, the one thing. I'll say about the rock. Please. I actually really liked the Scorpion King.
0: the character or the actual film itself the third, fourth mummy film
1: yeah, I, I thought that was a really interesting dynamic to bring into uh, the mummy series. And I think you know that was kind of the start of his acting career, I think and. You know, he uh, could definitely play a big and imposing, considering he is. But he's the sweetheart of a guy from what I've seen in interviews.
0: From what I see, he's a great dude. I believe I've seen him give people cards and all, all that types of stuff. Um, he's – he's. it was fun to kind of see him on the come up, because I remember when he first came on the scene in uh, the good old Dub Dub F. you know what I mean, the wrestling stuff. And just you watch him grow. He was always like a larger-than-life character, you know. He's gone from heel and babyface back and forth, but like you always knew that he fucking, you know, he had it. And the fact that you can jump back and forth between the two, good guy and bad guy, like that, is a testament to acting. You know, this. this oh, uh,
1: absolutely.
0: The gimmick. He's living the gimmick. You know, he doesn't turn rock. Rock off. But uh, I definitely support uh, The Rock the way in The Rock Johnson. But unfortunately he was not in Dazed and Confused. And if he was, you know, that would have made the film better. But it would
1: have made the film a lot cooler too.
0: A lot cooler, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I just remember the movie, I mean, I was starting to smoke. I, I, mean, I remember, yeah, it was like one of the first few times that I got stoned and I watched it and I just like, I just got lost in the movie. I mean, it was just, it was just like a great like melding pot of just like so many different dialogues that just flowed consistently. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. If you watch it from a stoner perspective, because I never really watched it from a sober perspective, but when I've seen it, it, um, Something about it just blends beautifully. That's just the way I can describe Days and Confused. That's how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Days and Confused stoned. I started smoking marijuana leaves later in my career. I've seen Days and Confused before. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Days and Confused is fun. It's a fun film.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh I mean, it, it almost has like, American graffiti You know kind of feeling well, it's,
0: it's it's a time stamp On certain eras and stuff like that yeah. That's why they always work Because like the same way that you got Like you know uh, What's the Christmas story You know what I mean now It has like that old 50s Norman Rockwell Painting vibe to it You know what I mean It has that older vibe to it Even though it was made I believe in the 70s or 80s But it was it had that old old vibe to it um, that, that, that's timeless because you just think you see that and you go, oh, okay, you know what I mean? I'm dealing and days and confused. has that same timeless, you know, for that era, you know, you, like timeless is probably a bad word to use. I had time in it, so I used it, but, um, it's, uh, it's one, it's like a time capsule was a better one, better phrase to say for this one. Um, days and confused is definitely a time capsule. Film for the time, and it really is for the talent of the time too, because there 's a lot of up and coming folks on there there 's even some people on there that you know kind of went more behind the scenes, I think they did some directing or whatever one of them something big happened with um one of the ones with like the long hair and uh like one of the the friends kind of like uh yeah I guess they 're all kind of stonery dudes. I can't really uh, tell the difference. I couldn't name them, you know what I mean? But one of them, I, something happened to one of them. Could have been really bad. Could have been really good. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't recall what, which is what. But what do we got up next for films? You know, because I would definitely say that uh, if you were making a list of the stoner, let's say top 25. Let's say you were to, uh, Ron Tomatoes making a top 25 list of stoner films. I would definitely say Dazed and Confused needs to be on that list. cha Bill, what do you think? Yes? Does it stay? Yes. All right. It stays. Next up. What film we got up next, Billy Boy?
1: Next film we have up <clears throat> This is the End.
0: Oh, my. Have you seen This is the End?
1: I have. I think it's a very funny movie.
0: I like it. I enjoy um, it.
1: I Come enjoy on. it. I mean... You know, a lot of the Pineapple Express, you know, folks. I like the whole, you know, like Hollywood system. Um, James Franco is James Franco.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Hill. Um, what they did with Jonah Hill was fun. You know what I mean?
1: Jonah um, Hill. Yeah. Um, I just heard a factoid about Jonah Hill. I, I probably shouldn't divulge. Oh, really? It's in one of his next roles.
0: Well, we can purely speculate that. This is purely speculation, ladies and gentlemen. And by uh, the time, keep in I'll, mind that by the time they hear this episode, um, it's, it's a ways away from now. The movie's probably going to be out by the time this episode
1: gets i No, I'll, I'll only divulge, I will only divulge that it will be playing a famous singer in a biopic. Oh, I've, I've heard I'm about that.
0: I've heard about this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just listened to something last night. And I'm not sure if it, if it was out there. Um, but, you know, I mean, I like Jonah Hill as an actor a lot. I mean, I think he's very funny in the right roles. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, I think is an excellent film. Um, you know, uh and then you also have, like, you know, the likes of Seth Rogen and Danny McBride. And I think, you know, it's just a really funny, good cast. And the whole stoner element just... Um, <laughs> it's just... I mean, it blends perfectly in this post-apocalyptic stoner uh, yeah. uh, film. And it's just fun. And... I'm trying to remember, but I think it was based off of, like, a, a, a comic book, I think. Oh, really? That I think, um, I don't know if it was Seth or Evan Goldberg that they had some sort of a, an affiliation with, um, or if it was, was his name? Joe the Barenthal or the, um...
0: Evan? His partner?
1: No, not his partner. Uh, he played, like, the, the oh, other... That,
0: like, I, I always assumed that uh, this is the end. The of one who was the
1: Slumdog Millionaire.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I always assumed that this is the end was one of those movies that comes in everybody's career, where they get to a point where they go, they they just green light every every idea that they have, and they and they said, guys, no, it'd be fun if they actually made let us make this movie, and that was their movie for that, and that you know the same way that I think that that. Um, that sausage party movie that Seth Rogen and Evan was it was a Goldman Evan Goldman or something like that did
2: uh, uh, I, the Goldberg
0: movie i huh
1: I think it's Goldberg
0: either either one the goldman the Goldbergs are all good with me but that sausage party movie I thought was really good too I know a lot of people kind of give us some crap but I thought it was fun Nick Stoltz there whatever his name is Nick Kroll that's what Nick Kroll was the best part of that movie. The Kroll yeah, Show was a, a funny movie. show. I don't know if you
1: ever... Kroll Show that. was a funny show. I remember that on Comedy Central. I remember one night I lost the remote yeah. and I couldn't change the channel. Why would you want and it? it was, I know, why would I want it? And then I got stuck in a position where I was watching the show and I'm like, holy fuck, this guy's funny. And um that actually made me start watching the Kroll Show. That's how I became aware of him.
0: I heavily support Nick Kroll. I would actually, if he came out in a movie starring, I'd probably check it out just because I thought if he wrote it, because I think he's a talented writer too. And he, the way he perform, like, you know, his performance on screen's nice. He's got a good thing yeah. about him.
1: But. I remember seeing him on a few of the roasts. Yeah. Uh, where he'll be someone, you know, in the Comedy Central. I remember he was on a few of those. This is the
0: end, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, things Well, like, there's no, there's almost no rules to it like a regular film, like things just happen, you know what I mean? And it's just one of the, it's, it's fun. Uh, I don't know if it's the first one that Rogan and Adam or Evan, Evan Goldstein or Goldman um, did. I don't know which, if that was the first one because I don't think they did all that earlier stuff from Seth Rogen. I think he just acted, and I don't think he was the director of you know up until. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm Seth Rogen. I mean, I think just start. You know, I'm, yeah, I remember him on like Freaks and Geeks. Way back, no
0: great show,
1: great show. I mean, I think Judd Apatow is actually a very good filmmaker.
0: Judd Apatow is a good filmmaker. You know, he used to, he was a stand up, but he, the stand up never went big for him. But you know what did go big? The big Lebowski, which is one of the definitely, you know, we'll close up. You're with the
1: Jesus, man.
0: We'll close up on this is the end and say, this is the end. Should this is the end beyond the list of, I guess, 25 stoner, stoner films? I'm going to go ahead and say probably negative on my box. My box over here that I'm seeing Bill Coin in a box and me in a box. I have to check my box off with a big ol' X and a no. I don't think that This Is The End should have been on the top 25 list of stoner movies. What do you think, Billy Boy? And feel free to disagree with me.
1: The Big Lebowski.
0: Oh, no comment. He says, "The Big Lebowski is a masterpiece. Definitely needs to be on the list." Uh, I think
1: the Big Lebowski is. I think it's an excellent film. Um, I'm a big fan. I love the visuals. Um, You know, I I love the look of it. I mean, the 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 writing. So. I remember I did a drinking game once. Oh, really? I played a drinking game once. Yeah, you I had had to, you had to, and I was going to school. I was actually going to Tom Savini's program. Really? And, and every single time the F-bomb was dropped, everyone had to take a shot. And I think within the course of like two minutes, yeah. everyone was shit-faced. And but, I mean, it's, it, it's a good script. And um, I think uh, Jeff Bridges is awesome in everything. Yeah, um, John Goodman is just—he's—he's a, I mean, a really good actor. He, I mean, he there's there's no genre he can't do. I mean, you know, he does everything. Um, you know, I, I love him in everything. You know, whether if it was Roseanne or like King Kong Skull Island or even Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> um, you know
0: well,
1: john Goodman, yeah, yeah good, good goodman's a good a good guy and i've always heard he's
0: a good man he's a good, a good
1: man, for sure no he's doubt about man.
0: it but and um Bouchard, man, you can't forget about Bouchard, john Turturro, i think is <laughs> oh, our, oh, one yeah.
1: of those great actors that's just i mean he's amazing at everything i mean i i you know they struck lightning with a bottle with this movie, it just hit the nail perfectly at the time, yeah. and it just—I think the movie just became a classic, a cult classic, um, and it's still being referenced today.
0: Yeah, of course, it will—it will be as long as people are referencing movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you, did you ever see that the, they did the Jesus character got its own movie? I know it wasn't the Coen Brothers, maybe they produced it. But I know Totoro and his production company I think made it um, I never seen it, but it was it was like a it was you know a further telling of the character of Jesus Jesus you know what I mean
1: yeah and uh, to me I think he has the greatest line of all time no, you know, which is you it. don't fuck with the Jesus
0: yeah Dude, the, the big Lebowski is a masterpiece like not only does it belong in like the 25 best stoner list it probably belongs on the 25 uh top
1: movies made in the last 25 or 50 years yeah you know what i mean for sure
2: um coen
0: brothers at their absolute best you know what i mean like when they really shine when everything comes together on a coen brothers movie it's fucking some of the greatest shit ever put the film
1: you know what well, I, I mean, I think one of the I love the surrealism of the dream sequence.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, I think the Coen brothers just they I mean, they just know how to make a good fucking movie at the end yeah. of the day. So they got their Raimi ties. So they go all the way
0: back. I think Ethan Coen helped uh, edit Evil Dead 2. You know, all the way
1: back. Yeah, back. I mean, they, they, they've had a long history with uh, the great madman Sam. And, um, you know, I I think Ramey and the Cohen brothers, you know, I mean, the amazing history they've had together, um, you know, and just by virtue of what they continue to do afterwards, um, you know, just prove the testament that, you know, good people stick together. And it seems like they just have a long, long, you know, history together and have done some amazing stuff over the years, all of them. If Sam Raimi included, you know the Cohen brothers. You know one person who I always think of in, in that camp as well was Francis McDormand and Holly Hunter. Yeah. You know, just uh, you know, really good actresses. You know, solid you know journeyman actors.
0: If, if Holly Hunter married the other Cohen, would she be just as popular as Francis McDormand is right now? What do you think? Say again. If Holly Hunter married the other Cohen brother. Would she be
2: popping
1: as heavy as Francis McDormand
0: is now? Because Francis McDormand is always popping, doing a big style.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, shit. I mean, I love her going, I, mean, I don't know the, the beginning, the, the beginning of origins of her career, but I remember the first time I, you know, recognized her at a young age was Dark Man. And, um, you know, I mean, I, the, to me, that's one of my favorite, you know, um, Rami films. I mean, he was really making a, a universal monster movie.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. For shizzle, for shizzle. We have a special guest from the Nether Void, real quick. It.
1: Spe- and he's from Uranus. I see the flames all around him. And
0: Alexander Hawk, where are you? Tell, <laughs> look at the flames going. Tell the folks. Tell the folks where you're acting from this time. Where's the, where's the most recent a- outlet of acting in the, the, the lands, the soil that you have footprints on? Where are you at?
3: Well, well, now um, I have experienced uh, West Virginia. I've uh, I went down there for a role in Macaba uh, Macabre Mountain. Oh, I like it, and uh, that was fun. I got to work with uh, Robert Mukes. Uh, Alyssa Rose and Elsie Holt. So that was fun.
0: Very nice. Fantastic. We
3: were, uh, we'll catch you up to date with the audience
0: live. Uh, we decided to do a little fucking a little, a little 420 episode because we know that the Hawkman doesn't partake. So I figured let's grab one of these.
1: Let's grab one actually, of these. with what Hawk is saying, the produ- one of the producers on that movie, when my arm dislocated, at ScareCon a few years ago after I set up my booth, yeah. Daniel John basically went behind me and he was like, let me take a look real quick at something. Because apparently he also has a background in uh, sports medicine, which I thought was interesting. And so he feel, he feels my back and he's like, shit, I'm sorry, dude, but your arm, yeah, it, it popped out of its socket. And I turned and I said, dude, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I would get medical attention and that was kind of my introduction to Daniel John and um, he was just a hell of a nice guy and I'm so glad that he was the one because I was going to work through it but I'll let you get back, I'm sorry
0: dude <laughs> no worries you know, we, nothing but love for anything that Alexander uh, touches even as an asshole he even got love for his asshole because he touches it when he wipes it when he has extracurricular fun you know what I mean so yeah, you know, this is a pleasure again. to have you pop on like this, dude, coming live from the set. That's pretty cool. If you, if you've got time and want to hang, you're always welcome to be a part of the Boom cast, as you know. Uh, but if you do only get a short period of time, uh, we understand that as well. But, uh, we're, we're, we're going through top 25 stoner films.
2: Ah,
3: so where am I in, in, in the list since I just popped on? You just popped into, I think we're three in. Um,
0: Three
2: in.
3: Okay. Yeah, we did, we just did the Big
0: Lebowski, which we're not finished on. You could, you could enter into that. Um, And before that, we had, um, the fuck was it? Um, What were they, Billy? I'm, I've lost my mind. I'm so excited to see. Alexander I'm, happy, I, I'm so happy
1: to see Hawk too this because he looks like, he's turning into a werewolf as far as I'm concerned. The I mean, first you know hairier and hairier. And I think he's wearing a Stranger yeah. Things shirt, which makes me no, like the film.
3: This is oh, the my film place. I'm in, Macabre Mountain.
1: Well I love the text. Yeah. Why the hell is this popping up?
3: Because you wild Cause you too wild
0: feeling good. Alex' first film we talked about was Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah, that's a good. One. Sec- the second film was This Is the End. Do you think? And it, well, I, since we finished with Bill, uh, Bill and me at the end of talking about it, we gave a vote of what we th- if we thought they should actually be on the list. Do you think Dazed and y- Dazed and Confused needs to be on a list of top twenty five stoner movies ever made?
3: Yeah, yeah, Days Confused definitely. Um, and, uh, the Big Lebowski, uh, also. Um, now this is the end. That's the, the one with, um, like James Franco and yeah. Seth Rogen and yeah. all that. Um, on that one, I would say, I mean, I, I to be perfectly admitted, I didn't watch the entire movie. I only watched a bit of it. And, it's okay. I wouldn't put on the top twenty-five stoner movies for the fact that, yeah, it definitely has stoner elements, but I don't think that it's enough. It uh, d- doesn't have enough stoner elements to uh, uh, one being on the list, in my personal opinion.
0: I I agreed with you on that, and I think Bill Coin did too. But he was he didn't want to say, didn't want it to be recorded him saying so. Well... That this is the end. It shouldn't be on the list. I don't think it should be. You you took no comment on it. And Alex, well, I, think mean,
1: it. I, I think it. I, I think it's a movie. There's a lot of stoners. You know. You know. I mean, Danny McBride is probably one of the coolest introductions. Um, you know, seeing the smoke come out of the tub and he's laying back in there and just you know, I mean, was so, there was there's an it was just a coolness about that. I mean, his intro. Um,
0: yeah, for sure, but I don't
1: but, think yeah, it. I mean, I, I I think it's good for sure what it's worth, but I don't think it's like one of the greatest.
0: I think it's 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 a there's, they smoke weed in the movie, but it's not really weed orientated. It's just kind yeah. Of I mean, movie. that's 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 the way I see it. I mean, it's anything with Seth Rogen's going to be considered a fucking stoner movie
3: nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: well, it's like he, Kevin Smith, you know. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll and. A, a fair majority of his movies, you know, especially with the James Island Bob characters.
0: What's interesting about Kevin Smith is supposedly he didn't start smoking weed until way later, like like almost recently. Uh, you know, I'm sure he dabbled, but like became an official stoner. You would assume that he would have, the characters he wrote, that that was kind of, I guess it must have been the people around him, the way rappers rap about the killers and drug dealers around him. You know, he was writing about the characters around him. You know, like Jay. Jay lives it. Jay's Jay's the part for sure.
3: Jay's so, a man.
0: Jay's a good dude. We got nothing but love for Jay. We got to hang out with Jay during the um, when they played the animated movie around here. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, I remember that. I, I met him. I met him like two, two or three times. But yeah, no. Uh, Jay Mus is a good dude, you know. He was in,
0: he was I'm Billy- really
1: happy for him, you know how he yeah. sobered up. You know, he's, he's doing really well for himself. So. He
0: was in he was in Billy McAdams' movie Money Shot, which was actually a really fucking funny indie comedy. You know, uh, you don't you know when you just you know indie comedy sometimes don't exactly have that the, the comic oomph that you, you'd like them to have. <laughs> but I thought, but that was a fucking actually really funny indie. I always try and throw that in the mix whenever. I can, and he was one of the people in it. He, uh, Jason Mewes was in it. Billy McAdams, a good peeps. Yeah. But, um,
3: also, I would give out a shout to the movie he directed, uh, Madness in the Method. Oh, it was good. I actually I picked it, it up. That's pretty good. You liked it? I didn't get a chance to see it.
1: I yeah. saw the so- trailer for it, and it actually, was really interesting. But I've never seen. It. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a cool. I mean, he. Does play himself, he does get a chance to do a little darker and all that. Um, and also, it's the last movie that Mr. Stan Lee himself was in before he died. Oh, well, you can't beat that then.
1: Stan Lee's final appearance.
0: Since you weren't here before, did you ever see the 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 spin off Big Lebowski movie about Jesus?
3: No, yeah. uh, I have to admit, I didn't have an interest.
0: I didn't either. I'd I'd like to see it for free on Amazon or something. I don't know where it went because I'd be curious to see where they took it, but it felt Mm. like so much of a weird cash grab and the Coen brothers weren't doing it. I don't know if they got I was telling Bill, I don't know if they had producer credits because it's definitely their story, but uh, they didn't direct. I know somebody else directed. Titoro himself might even have directed it. I know his production company was involved, Mm. but all right. Next up, Billy. Is it me or you?
1: You go next.
0: All right. Next up, we got Easy Rider. All right. Which is a, you know, big time. Get the Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper, Jack Nicholson, um, Antonio Mendoza's even up in that bad motherfucker. You know what I, mean?
1: I um, mean? Easy Rider just was, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was the independent film that really changed the, you know, everything. Right. Um, it, I mean, it was made like for next to nothing and it became like a huge phenomenon. Um, and this was before like Roger Corman did all the biker films, you this know, started, the seven yeah. but this really was kind of the start of it.
0: Um, the, counter-
1: cult, the counterculture, um, you know, seeing, you know, um, these bikers just, you know, how they, how they lived. I mean, you know, the narrative was so interesting yeah. and it just really just changed the landscape and Dennis Hopper and, you know, Peter Fonda just.
3: And don't forget Jack Nicholson.
1: And Nicholson okay. was in there too. And, um, and, I mean, shit, it's just. It's a great piece of Americana.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it's by far a great film, and it—I uh, mean, if we were doing the top twenty-five biker movies of all time, this would be number one. Okay, I mean, I Guy don't now, think there's either. a bi- biker movie that encapsulates it, and also I know top
0: know, three. I can tell you right now, the top three biker movies of all time. Yeah. All right, you got Easy Rider, yeah. You have Stone Cold, yeah, Hell yeah. and then you got Beyond the Law. And then you all those, all the other seventies and sixties important biker movies you can take out. Wild Angels, man. I know you're going to bring up some Wild Angels, but in my personal opinion, those three are madness and all different levels. Yeah, Biker yeah. never-
1: Cycle. Yeah, like Murder Cycle.
0: Every Murder Cycle. Everybody here has seen Stone Cold, right?
1: I, I love Stone Cold. I, dude, I watched it with you.
0: Yeah, I, I try and show it to everybody. Hawk, I probably showed it to you, too. Actually,
3: well, I've seen the autographed uh, uh, oh, yeah, cover.
0: You're getting too deep. You're going to get me held up at gunpoint and killed over that Stone Cold mm. DVD. Someone's going to shoot me like a... Like, uh, I don't know. But I don't
3: think I've actually seen Stone Cold yet. I know that makes really? me a heathen. Um, yeah. Yikes. We're going to have to um, next time you're over. But uh, just going with that, I mean, heck, yeah. Uh, Easy Rider, classic. I mean, me personally, I kind of fall in the same thing I felt with, like, this is the end, that, that it, it has part in smoking but i i i can't really see it as as a stoner movie i well, mean again I mean, when when you say stoner movie there's a certain image that comes to your mind a certain I, type
1: i, I, I what, what i said was i mean you know Seth wrote yeah Seth rogan yeah. has become almost like it's, it's become almost like a staple with him. You know, you can think back to Pineapple Express. It, it It is contemporary, absolutely. But, you know, I think when you think of the classic stuff, you know, you think of, like, the Cheech and Chong films, you know, the Jay and Silent Bob films, you know, which really are stoner-oriented. And I uh, would not be shocked. If they're, if they're probably further down on this list. But, um, yeah, it's just, this is the end. I mean, it's... It's a po- post-apocalyptic film, at the end of the day, <laughs> which is an interesting premise, and I'll give it that, based on the comic book, as I said.
0: Yeah. I, You know, you guys said a lot of good things about it, and there could be so much more good things said about it, you know. Now, Dennis Hopper, I remember, didn't like it. He said that, like, it was his first directorial debut, I believe, and I think he lost, I think he shot a lot of wild shit, Wanted to put it in there. I think the editors kind of just came in and worked their magic. Um, you know, Dennis Hopper also directed a film called Colors, which is one of the best movies of all time as well. Great cop movie. If anybody likes movies about cops or corrupt cops, or good cops, however you want to do it, Colors. Check it out for Shizzle.
1: Um, I think one of my favorite Dennis Hopper stories is 50th birthday. Even mm-hmm. on set of Chainsaw Massacre too, mm-hmm. and they brought out a cake for him, and then he comes back with the chainsaw and he slices the cake with the chainsaw.
0: <laughs> I like that. Billy McAdams, our dude we were talking about earlier, that did um did the, did that money shot flick with Muse. Like he, he living in California for a long time, and he actually was friendly with Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is one of those people that like if you just shared the same interests with him, like he was a cool person. You could be like strangers could become friendly with him if you know what I mean? Um, which you don't always get. But I have we're gonna have him on the show one of these days, and we're gonna get like, catch some Dennis Hopper stories um live for everybody out there. There are a lot of great stories. A lot of great stories. I've heard a few on the set house across the street. A lot of good stories. Do I think Easy Rider should be on the list, top 25 stoner movies of all time. I'm gonna have to kind of say, yes, I do think that it should. I, I think because there's so much weed culture, and when, when, when at least you know, I'm sure with time people's perception will change, but when I think of like weed, I kind of do think of like the hippie culture a little bit, you know what I mean, and like that whole time. So, like. That's kind of where it's the birth of it in my mind. You know what
1: I mean. And shortly after this, Roger Corman did the trip, right? Which was another one of those biker films, and I think Fonda was. In that. F- I think it was Peter Fonda. I think yeah. actually, um, you know, I mean, it's interesting how Easy. Rider, I think of like Easy. Whenever they give Easy Rider, I always think of film changed after that. I mean, it was kind of. Um, the first time we've seen so much from an independent that just became so ingrained into society because it was society, and I think it opened up our awareness to it. So I, I think it was just kind of it was just kind of it was just, it was just the biggest. Good, it, it worked. It was a movie that worked for its time.
0: I think that it had two gigantic influences. It influenced two gigantic things that happened. And I'll let Hawk finish this up. So, hold your thought. The first biggest thing that ever happened was there was a movie called Night Riders by George A. Romero. I love that movie. They take the, end, the same ending from Easy Rider as in that. That was kind of a joking one. Another big influence is the gigantic show Sons of Anarchy. They used an Easy Rider ending for that whole series. That ending was definitely inspired by Easy Rider.
3: Alexander Hawk, what do you got to say before you fucking die? You're so excited. <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing is, I think that uh, since we're talking about Easy Rider, I think yeah, that we, we should bring up our special connection to that movie. You know what I'm Re- talking Re- about, right, Matt? Of course I do. Uh, there, was I man, there was a man, there was a man that yes. we had on the show, a Mr. Tom Proctor. Oh! Now, when we interviewed Tom Proctor... Uh, he talked about the Super Bowl ad that he was a member of. Now, I forget which year this was. But uh, Tom Proctor and a bunch of other actors that are known for playing more like rough biker type guys. Yeah. Are in a bar and, you know, they're being manly men, drinking beer, pushing people around, playing pool. And on the wall, on the wall is an Easy Rider poster. Nice. Then all of a sudden, a guy comes running in. And he says, "Some guy blocked your bikes in! So all the guys, they get up, they rush out, and they're ready to tangle with whoever this guy is who dares block their bikes in. And out walks Peter Fonda. Boom. Boom! Mic drop right
0: Thanks. there. I I thought you were referring to how we both had our early romantic relationships with the easy rider magazine for anybody (laughs) out there that remembers that, which I haven't thought about that magazine in years, but that was like pre porn stuff where it was like, I remember like getting my hands on it. You know, there was like, it, do you guys remember Easy Rider magazine or my just? Oh friend? yeah, yeah. I mean, I was more of a hustler I'm guy myself, Larry I mean, Flint. I, race, I feel but. like it was Easy Rider for memory was like the girls on motorcycles with like their breasts out, but it like, <laughs> but it was like it was like very it was like PG thirteen porn. You know what I mean? I don't remember anything below the belt. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, one of them going, like, sneaking them, like, people sneaking them in school, like, <laughs> seeing a couple in school, which was funny. I had one in my locker for a while. I was bad to the bone like that.
3: Yeah, I know. I saw it, dude. I snuck into your locker when you weren't looking. Did you get the time machine? Yeah.
1: Hockey or one-yarder. Winning yeah.
0: lottery numbers. <laughs> yeah. Bill Coin, don't know about. Easy Rider magazine. I want the fans of the cast out there. If you are hip to Easy Rider magazine, hit up either me or the Alex or the BBC page on Facebook because we want to talk to you. You are gold.
1: Yeah. You are gold I mean, I'm not, Apparently, I'm not hip.
0: Bill so Coin, you ain't hip, dude. What you say? What you? What was the first type of um, stag magazine that you ever came across? Do you remember?
1: Copley Place. Oh shit! The movie theater, right. right next to it. There used to be like a little magazine stand right there. Yeah, I was I was young, and I remember I was in there, and I noticed some people like ripped, ripped open and some like uh, Playboy magazines and stuff like that, and they were just kind of laying it, you know, about and. That was my first introduction. I was probably like seven or eight. And that was like my first introduction to uh, Playboy magazine, especially when the guy was like, What are you looking at there? I don't know. It's just laying out.
3: Yeah, I'm okay. looking at things that are making me a man.
1: No, he, he, he was like, You shouldn't be looking at that. And I'm like, Okay, whatever. And, you, you know. I you just guys like,
3: wanted to know something really funny. Yeah.
1: Okay. The
3: first time I saw. So, a nudie mag. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was... trying to think how old I was. I was, like, in second grade. Yeah. Okay? And my next-door neighbor was this girl who was about three or four years older than me. Yeah. And, uh, how should we say? Her mother had quite a reputation. Oh, jeez. And she actually, um... Yeah, I was hanging out because her brother was like a year younger than me, so we kind of hang out a little bit. Yeah. So she actually uh, said, hey, hey, come here. So she took me to like this wood shit, a wood pile that was like at the back of her house. Yeah. And she pulled out, I, I think it was Playboy or could have been Hustlers. I couldn't remember which one, but she started showing me. I was like, what's this? This is, this is interesting. So that's, that's when I started getting, uh, you know, becoming a man. As God is my witness, this
0: is a true story, and it sounds unbelievable, but I remember, I, and there'll be no names mentioned, but I remember, um, and let me know if you guys have read this situation, I was over at a friend's house, and they said, come here for a second. And they pulled me into their parents' room, and under their bed they pulled out a toolbox, and they opened it out, and it was a bunch of dildos and shit. It was like a whole sex kit. Have you had any? And, and no, I won't know. I'll no name it. I got another funny story. Uh, no, that is what I call a
3: tool
0: box. A tool box. You got that right, dude. Shit, it's, that should be engraved. That should be like a wooden plaque on the side of it.
1: Hawk, with you and your puns as of recently. Where you not only have you stepped up your game. I have a feeling you probably invested in one of James Balsamo's pun books.
3: No, no, no. I will have to say I did not buy one of his books. But James Balsamo will will always be an influence for any puns that I, I, I do make.
0: James Balsamo is the man. And go buy his pun book. It's on Amazon.
1: Well, Balsamo's a good dude. Watch, watch James Balsamo movies. Buy his merch. <laughs> Balsamo, we love you, buddy.
3: And and all James Balsamo movies should be considered stoner
0: films. This is a stoner episode, so definitely go pick up all James Balsamo movies. You love them; they're great, especially the ones that we're involved with. Those are the yeah, best. Yeah,
3: especially ones. it Wants Blood. You go yeah. out, you get I it, masterful. you watch it. You know, You'll get a I bit of Matt, a little bit of me. And a lot of James. I cried for
0: three fucking days at the Academy. Ignored me that year. Because that was yeah. such a great performance. I was so proud of it. And uh, I don't know. The Academy sucks. Do you guys have any weird fucking other stories that we should pop into before the list? The stories seem like the best part of the episode. <laughs> That's far on the big 420 episode.
3: I'm good, man. Let's keep moving. I'll tell I want
0: I had one other story pop in my head when this was talked about that it's fun cuz 420 episode. I'll tell it. And uh when I first got in no names of course, when I first got into filmmaking and branching out into the community and trying to meet people and stuff, way like 20 years ago, I met a gentleman that was a writer. Um He's he made it into one of the films. He's actually in a film. So like you can he could be spotted out, but I will never give up the, the, the fucking coordinates of who this person is. So I went over his house for the first time and um, we were like up in his bedroom and I picked up a DVD and it was a uh, porno and it was like pregnant woman porn like he, like people <laughs> have pets with pregnant women. And I remember, I it was like I'll never forget it. It was such the weirdest moment. I just turned and looked, like looked at him. He seen that I seen it, and he just said one thing: "Some people have different tastes." And then, like I don't remember what happened. It was just like I blacked out the rest of the conversation. We moved out of the room, and that was just that was just it.
3: And that was truly only nine months ago, and uh, and uh, Mad is now expecting.
0: So if we have any super fans out there, if you ever come see us at an event, you must approach and say, some people have different tastes, and then and then walk away. And I'll, when you return later that day, I'll have free merchandise for you, with big Alex Hawk signatures on it.
1: I'm just going to um, call you next week and just say that.
0: Well, you got to catch us at an event. I'll, I'll, I'll call him next <laughs> no, week. That's sorry. how it goes. You can't come to the houses. Yeah. So, next up, but so did everybody? What, did everybody agree, or did anybody disagree on it? It should be on the list.
3: Well, I I was more. I mean, you guys agree that Easy Rider is. I'm kind of like. Uh, I mean, it's a great landmark movie. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I I just when I see it, I think biker movie more than stoner movie. I mean, yeah, like I said, the, for me, there's a certain kind of motif and feel of a stoner movie. Yeah, and I don't think that Easy Rider uh, is has that feel
0: to it. So. Would it change your opinion if you knew that they smoked weed the entire making of the film, and every time they're on screen smoking weed, they're smoking real weed? Well, I
1: mean, there was that they were baking while they were making.
0: Yeah, the whole I mean, they they. I would mm-hmm. love to have worked on an early Dennis Hopper movie because it must have been a gigantic party, dude. You know what I mean? But well, like, I mean, it always
1: the stories always come across that way. He did That'd like three enough.
0: or four, maybe five films. I got to go deeper into it. I love colors, and I love Easy Rider. So Hawk disagreed with me and Bill Coyne. That's all right. That see, those see, that's,
3: that's honestly the only reason I'm here. Matt sent me a text. He says, Alex, Billy and I are agreeing on everything, and this is going to be a boring episode, so come on and disagree with everything we say. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was this is, a, this uh, is why Hawk is going to be like the voice of the sober reason.
0: <laughs> Alexander Hawk is going to be president with Dwayne the Rock Johnson one day. He's he's that good of a dude. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. We, we Hawk's going to be VP.
0: Uh, no, dazed and confused. You agree that that was a that that should be on there though, Hawk, because that yeah, I did not really. It's more of a culturally time of people. I mean there are people who smoke weed in it of course, you know what I mean, but I don't well, know.
3: I mean the thing but is for me Jason lying. confused. I mean come on. Honestly what 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 cements it in in stone Stoner movie will always be Matthew McConaughey and all right, McConaughey. Right, right, right
1: I I mentioned McConaughey. McConaughey.
3: Hey,
0: but
1: hey, actually if you think about it our next movie yeah. is probably just i think as good and and amazing oh yeah as days and confused especially (laughs) with the cast because it's one of these killer cast films again and it's almost like that american graffiti element again and in this kind this time we have fast times average my high oh okay now jeff spicoli yeah I think is probably one of, like, he was one of the first. I mean, of course, that we there was Cheech and Chong, but of his generation, he was definitely the people's stoner.
0: Yeah. Well, he's the best. He's one of the oh, best. Hey, Mr. <laughs> hey, him, Jim like Jim and yeah, Him and Cheech and Chong are, like.
1: Che- well, yeah, like, Cheech and Chong, and Chong. You
0: know what I mean? Like. And Cheech and when you really want to think about when you I, I put those three as the top three and and Cheech and Chong their whole gimmick is that Spicoli was one character in one movie mm-hmm. that's that's got to be a testament to Spicoli for fucking all that when you think about it.
1: Well, I think I, I think it's his longevity, you know, because <laughs> I, I think you know Cheech and Chong, yeah, you know, they were definitely they, they, they transcended, but. Um, Spicoli just became like an icon, you know, just as much, even though the other two came before him. Yeah. Um, I grew, I mean, my uncle was always yelling, um, Spicoli lines growing up. So I have always been familiar with the character of, uh,
0: Spicoli's the man. If anybody wants to hear good Spicoli stories, you can go on the Boombastic Media YouTube page right now. We have a shock treatment TV episode with uh the good old Kelly Maroney, who was in Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Yeah, Kelly. Now she's the best. Now Phoebe Cades was in all my goodness form at this point. I was if if I was to say I ever had a crush on uh, you know, we dated later in life, of course. But, like, my first big crush, I think, on television crush was uh, Phoebe Cates, my goodness. If I could tell you how many times me and Klein fucking busted fists off each other's face in front of her fucking house.
3: Oh, yes, yes. I mean, heck, when she finally decided to marry Kevin Klein, I had to console this man. He was weeping like a two-year-old girl. I, I mean, went into a depression. I started working with people. I shouldn't if It was just fucking a
2: complete. Yeah, yeah.
3: We became like, friends, and he he's regretted that decision ever since. I was hating myself from the inside out.
0: They said that's what the psychologist. I think
1: I we said. all all secretly love Phoebe Cates because she was the '80s girl, as far as I'm concerned. Gremlins. <laughs> Suited my taste, but I fell in love with her as well. Fast Times at richmond High. She yeah. became like America's sweetheart, girl from next door, to prove how innocent yet sexy can be, all wrapped in one unbelievably attractive package. Hey, wasn't hey, gu-
3: hey, guys, wasn't you- innocent brother. Hey, hey guys, guys, yeah. you want to know who was my? My 80s girl. Mr. Rogers.
1: Meredith yeah. Baxter Burdy.
3: Nope. No. Yeah, Kim Cattrall. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. I was so in love with her. She was the best. Oh, I fell in love with her in Porky's. Oh, classy. You got to date her later
0: in life, which you weren't, those weren't classy times, I remember you saying.
3: Yeah, well, you know. I, I date a lot of women in my mind. I it, it. It it's it, it, it's it's a lot quicker, you know, there's no of that awkward, you know, getting to know you phase and all the dates are always end well. Wasn't she and the one- when you break up, you know, you know it's always amicable.
0: Wasn't she the one that came down in your backyard?
3: Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit too much, but that's okay. I still love her anyway. Man. Oh, you still love her? That's good. You're a good dude like that.
1: Alex Hawk I, confesses love to Ken Cattrall. And, and she and apparently she had to get a restraining order against herself because she couldn't t- secretly admit how much she was actually in love with Alex Hawk.
0: She loves so and, hard. That's what she said in the Hey, in the, hey, uh, the she's transcript. a
3: woman that loves with all of her heart.
0: I read the transcript. She said, I love Too Hard. I love Too Hard on Alex. I could hurt him one of these days. I got to get a restraining order on my my heart. My heart. (laughs) Um, Very crazy stuff. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know, another film that I would have to say deserves a spot on the list. But when you think about it, it's not even... It's not weed orientated. It's just classic, and weed's a big part
1: of it. You know what I mean? Weed is a big part of it. I mean, I'm a, a, the, the scene I remember most is Pagli's introduction like when he comes out of the van, is all smoke. And oh, my, who else We have? Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, from Boston Legal, not Denny Crane. The other one, James Spader, yeah. is coming out of uh, the um, the van with them. I mean,
0: Spader got beef. We don't talk about Spader on this show. I love Spader. Nah, well we me and the Spade Man don't love each other. We don't talk about that. Me and him got deep rooted beef. That goes way back.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> well so for we me what,
0: what like me beef. and Shaggy. <laughs> you and Shaggy too dope got beef maybe. I don't know if we've ever told that story. Maybe in the end we'll tell it. Yeah, Hawk, I know you're fidgeting. You're getting
2: twisted.
3: Well well before. well I mean uh I think I, I have to clarify uh how, what I what helps me consider what is the stone in the movie and what isn't. The biggest thing that uh, that I use to consider is it has to have one important character that is a stoner that really, you know, kind of, you know, kind of raises. It's either the entire film is all about stoner culture or you, you have that one character that is kind of like the, the epitome of the stoner character type. And Spicoli is. I'm I with mean, you.
0: I'm with you, homie. But that, I'm my big issue is I still don't know how why you don't think Easy Rider fits into the category because every character in that movie is blazing weed. but
3: but but it's a biker movie for me. I'm sorry, I'm watching Easy Rider. It's with I, my I with, feel like, with with like, all, all, you think all think the they biker movies. You, 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 you gotta split them, man. You gotta split them. You can't. You You're can't have them in one a box? In, in one group or one in the other. You, you got you to, gotta you, separate. You gotta separate.
0: Are you trying to say that it's not a special... If you're making a biker movie, all bikers smoke weed, and it's not a big fucking deal? Are you trying oh, to say something no. like that? You you stereotyping some bikers? Or some I'm not
3: stereotyping bikers. I'm saying that something it's, it's all cool, cool and part of the culture, but you know, when you take in the film, like kind of like Easy Rider. Yeah. It is all about the biking culture. And Ooh. yes, smoking is part of the biking culture. Uh, smoking pot. But so it the high but class? but stone uh, stoner movies is all about the smoking pot stoner culture. Not the yeah. not another culture that uses pot I mean if you want to get we technical can... you can go through all different genres and say, Oh, there's smoking in this film about, you know, um uh DEA agents or, you know, other That's other yeah. things. I mean We could agree to disagree on that one, I think.
0: Mr. Hand, when we start calling you Mr. Hand.
3: Hey, hey, understand. Ray Walston is a God-given gem. Rest in peace. I got much
0: love for that dude. He's the shit. He's good times. You know, Galaxy yeah, of Terror is one of my
1: favorite sci-fi hey. horror movies of all time.
0: I appreciate the bald dude from fucking Prom Child too. The principal dude and. Uh, <coughs> And uh, he was in Back to the Future and played the principal in Back to the Future
3: too, or something like oh, that. Oh, and also He Man. And He Man for goddamn. Heck I yeah. I, I don't care what anyone says. He Man is by far an awesome freaking movie. Okay. But I also, I want to, to what, how this opened up, I want to say
0: that I do think Fast Time is a way better film than um, Days and Confused. I agree. And
3: I, I totally equal. agree on that one. I don't think they're equal, yeah. Yeah so, because I think Fast Times at Ridgemont High has more actual like um you know aspects to it it's 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 has has to deal with the idea of abortion has to deal with you know young love uh, you know premarital sex you know there's there's a lot more to it yes it is funny and has a lot of funny elements but it's yeah. also about actual you know things that kids in high school deal with, and I think it's dealt with well. I think I mean, days a... with the confused. I mean, it's fun mm-hmm. enough, but I always thought of that as you know, kind of like uh, the um, how should I say the uh, more uh, depressing side of high school culture. On what, on what days are
2: confused?
3: Yeah. I think it's more of a it's more of a certain group of
0: kids, whereas the other ones kind of every breakfasty club and everybody type yeah. mix. You had a little a little flub up there where you said uh, "Fast Times at Ridgemont Hall," which that would be a great fucking like unofficial sequel. You know what I mean? Maybe like the college, the college year. Maybe um, you maybe could uh, start the kids in the hall. I support that. Um, next up, though, yesterday was Friday, so we should probably talk about Friday. You know what I mean? The Chris Tucker ice cube
1: vehicle. I think that's one of the funniest fucking movies in the world. Got knocked the fuck I up, love joke. Friday.
0: Tiny little Craig. we in really? here. I've
1: been, you've been smelling. My, I've been smelling your shit for eight for twenty years. You can smell my shit for about forty-five minutes.
0: Dude, that dude. What's his name? Uh,
1: Johnny Witherspoon.
0: Johnny Witherspoon. I
1: tried so hard to be his makeup artist. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel you. That'd, that'd be cool. He was great, dude. Everything he was ever in, he was fucking funny. He was so funny. funny, dude. Like, he is just naturally funny. There's things, physical comedy that he does that nobody else could do. That I just see him do it, like, with twitching his eyes and the weird stuff like that, dude. Like, he gets me every time. I don't think any, I can't think of anybody. Like, he had to have came from long roots of comedy. Like, he probably was a stand up at one point and he probably did. You know the that was probably part of his gimmick, but that like crazy eye shit is fucking awesome. Nobody does yeah. it better than him. And the faces
1: he makes, dude, he's great. It he was funny. Him. I mean, he was he was, and he was in all three of those movies, or they make four. I can't remember. Um, but very funny actor. Pardon, me, just had to burp there.
0: I think I tapped out after part two, but. I You know, another movie that's really interesting. I've never seen the How High film with Method Man and Red Man, and I appreciate those dudes. So I just never found myself in front of that movie playing. I don't know why. So if that's on the list, I'm probably not going to be able to say too much.
1: Well, Well, I think it's interesting how it had a Harvard backdrop, you know, especially being a Bostonian. So, you know, I, I definitely got a kick out of How High.
0: I do think Friday should be a weed movie on the weed list, though. I yeah. Put Friday on. Oh Monday.
1: yeah. It's Friday. You ain't got shit to do. Yeah. I mean. Th- and there was a lot of like stoner, you
2: know,
1: r- references in there, and I mean, it's just Birdie Mac. I mean, you know, I mean, there are so many people that are in that movie. You know, yeah. just. Um, like Chris, I think. The, I think to me, I think that was the funniest Chris Tucker ever was.
0: Chris is my dude. I don't want you talking about him like
1: that. <laughs> oh, well, if I'm it's his best performance.
0: Chris Tucker's the man. I get down with some Chris Tuck. Eddie Griffin's very underrated, too. I think Eddie Griffin's a really funny dude.
1: Eddie Griffin's very funny. And he, even, him. um, you know, Ice Cube, I think is incredible. I, I love it whenever he's on Conan. He, I mean, I'm always cracking up laughing. My favorite the Ice
0: Cube thing was when he got, when, um, Peter Jason talked about him on his episode of the Boom Cast. Yeah, go
1: so
0: check out that episode, ladies and gentlemen. The man who came to deliver. Check it on out. So, what do you guys think? The rest of you
3: should should all everybody thought it should definitely be a yes. Yeah, yeah, Friday definitely should yeah. be considered stone the movie. To be perfectly honest, I yeah. have not seen the movie. I've seen the trailers, I've seen clips, but I've never actually. Sat and watched the entire movie, but everything I've I've seen about it definitely puts it uh, very clearly in the stoner movie category.
2: All right.
3: next up, Harold and Kuma go to White Castle.
0: <laughs> this spawned uh, at least one, if not two, sequels. They did a Christmas. The third one was Christmas related, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. It, uh... It was like Harold Kuma go to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, and then there was a Christmas special. I I don't know what it was called. Was the Guantanamo Bay the one with like the
0: redneck dude? Or yeah,
1: was that the first so.
0: one? With like the pretty wife, where the dude was all like mutilated? He was all, like, he was all fucked up
1: looking? Oh, Christopher, was just- uh, Christopher Maloney? I think that's who that was. Canadian, right? Yeah, oh, well yeah, could know Chris... yeah, I
0: know the dude from Happy. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah, Christopher oh, Maloney from from Law and Order. Uh, SBU SBU. Oz. Oz is his I love
0: Oz is like um, Oz scary. was amazing. heavy
3: duty stuff.
1: J. K. Simmons <laughs> <obviamente> <laughs> was incredibly
3: Oh yeah. A lot of
1: folks I love J. K. Yeah.
3: Oh JK Simmons is great in everything he does. Have you watched Ozark? Because he's a super dark character. And he'd probably- I have not watched Oz. I'm sorry. That was one of those that, that passed me by. I, I have him. I'll let you borrow him. He's, when, f- he's a
2: heavy. When I, I watched
3: Prison Break, but I, I Prison didn't.
0: Prison Break watch Oz.
3: Is, is fucking G rated
0: compared to Oz, dude. <laughs> Oz is like when, a fucked up show, yeah.
1: One thing that always made me laugh um, I remember I watched a documentary with all this amazing voiceover talent. And Billy West was in there and basically his, you know, like when the show was new, how they would always show promos for, you know, like, ah, oh, it's, you know, new. Yeah. They would, um, show J.K. Simmons in, in the yeah. segments. And Billy West's wife was like, I think this guy is truly psychotic. I, I think they got a real inmate to play this role because he's just amazing. And Billy, and so his wife shows or, Billy West's wife shows the trailer <laughs> to him, and he's like, I know that guy. It's like, yeah, he's the brown m M&M.
0: and <laughs> I think people could get away with saying stuff like that back in the day. That was really fucking disheartening. I don't yeah. like that shit, Bill. You're going to have to clean up your act. All right. That's real fucked up.
1: I'm well, he lying. was the red m M&M.
0: I'm getting ready to
1: fucking m The m commercials.
0: You didn't get us cancelled. You guys cancelled out of here, homie. You don't want no. your like, fucking secret mission trying to take us down like a fucking battering ram or some fucking nine
1: systems online. <laughs> Monitoring and patrolling. Ask away questions.
0: If you put it like that, now I forgive you. So, how wh- <laughs> do you guys feel about Harold and Kuma? Should it be on the list?
3: It should be on the list. Um, To be perfectly honest, I would have put it lower on the list. Uh... There's um, no
0: particular order
3: to this. I don't, uh, well, anyway, Harold kumar mean, there's good Stoner movies, and then there's not good Stoner movies. I put Harold Kuma Kumar in not a good Stoner movie. I put movie. in the all right. They're trying to recreate yeah. Cheech and Chong. You know, yeah. yeah. Saying, well, but. I mean, it's one of those things. When you try to recreate a, dy- a dynamic um uh, group, like, whether you're doing Cheech and Chong, whether you're doing Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, whether you're doing Ava Castello, I'm, you can't, you gotta create your own thing. I know that they were trying to, and I think on the second one, they kind of gave them a little bit more freedom to be more like themselves, Um but it just still didn't work for me. I was kind of like, eh, and moved along. I can agree with that.
0: Billy, what do you think?
1: My brother, John.
0: Oh, I know
1: Johnny. Back in high school, it was one of his favorite movies. And he would watch it over and over and over again. And I I said to my brother, because, you know, this is when, you know, he was using back then. And I would say, what is it about this movie that you love so much? And he's like, it's just a mindless comedy that I can just get numb to and laugh my ass off. And so I took that for what it's worth. And you know, I actually s- sat once with him and we both ripped and uh we both laughed our asses off. You know, it's a very funny movie. Um and I even wa- I've even watched it sober and I laughed just as much. Um I think it's and Neil Patrick Harris is cameo is actually hysterical in the film. I gotta
0: give um, it, yeah, credit for that. It's good stuff. It's yeah, like I wouldn't put it in the category of Cheech and Chung and stuff like that, but it's definitely like a pretty a pretty alright comedy. You know, yeah. I watched it, I didn't laugh. I may I laughed once or twice. Yeah, I I wasn't
1: laughing
0: I'm very hard on comedies, I think. Yeah. I think I'm very hard on comedies Been like if they can get me to actually laugh a few times, I'll accept it as a good deal. But the most, I don't, I don't laugh at, You know, I don't think it's just me, I, but I don't catch a lot of laughs during like a lot of comedy. Should these other people do? Um, I think they want to like they want to. This is a comedy. Okay, I'm gonna have fun. They already put themselves in a mind state, and I think they they kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think a lot of the comedies are as good as they, uh, and I bring this one up because I was there in a weird time. Like I remember at the time, this was one of the biggest comedies going. Like when this came out, this was like probably, you know how like when Hangover carried the whole comedy genre for a couple of years, Uh, Harold and Kumar carried the comedy crown for a little bit too. Like people loved it, but I don't think it was so much. It was a good film. I just think there was really nothing that good around it. So like it shined better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do agree that it should be on the list because it is kinda of like a newer age cheech and chong they were going for. And people do love it. So I can't give it too many hard times. You know what I mean? So uh as we move on into the next film, I want you guys to know that everything's gonna be okay. I know you got weed in your system and you're getting fucking paranoid and having the shakes and shit, but your boys are boombastic cast gotcha, and Bill Coin's here to hold you tight all through the night. Inherent vice. I thought this movie was kind of dog shit myself. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson, a gentleman that I am a big fan of his work. I think his work has kind of gone downhill since this film. Unfortunately, I hate to even say it. I know a lot of people still like what he does, but I think that his best work was before this film. And this film I had a super duper high hopes for because we worked with Eric Roberts on House mm-hmm. Across the Street right before he did this. You know what I mean? And I I can give myself a pat on the back that it was funny to kind of be in a weird realm of his career where he did The Dark Knight, House Across the Street, and then this movie in like a little chunk of time. And uh, I was so disappointed. This was bad. I wanted it to be so good. I wanted it to be so good because everything up to it, I thought was great. The Master that came out before this that a lot of people kind of gave hard times to. I thought The Master is a really good movie. You know what I mean? I like it a lot. And uh, this was the first dud, you know what I mean? And it, it's, it's, been, I think it revolves around weed. It's definitely a stoner movie, the dude, the stoner. And I believe weed's even like a part of the plot, if I remember correctly. I think it's like a big part of the plot. Um, I, it's, it's not memorable. The film wasn't memorable. I sat down and watched it legitimately once. I own it. And I just, it was so that. It was so, I just didn't click with me. I just didn't like it so much that I could never watch it again. And that memory fades. It just fades like a dandelion in the wind every day. A little little couple frames of that film leave my head never to return. You know what I mean? So one of these days it'll be completely erased. And then Alexander Hawk's nude pics will be the only thing left in my brain. But that's okay because... I'll be able to please myself, even if I can't please others. You know. Hey, I, mean? I just
3: send the nude pics to those I love. Hey, well, I I deeply appreciate that. Uh, Heavenly,
1: like, I am so happy you hate me.
3: <laughs> so, have you guys? Don't, worry, seen, don't look at the email. That have you seen Incoherent Vice? Inherent Vice, rather. I have not, so I can't really say. I mean, I don't even think I saw a trailer for it. Um. Yeah, it was very
0: I, under the radar for him. It was like a, you know, he did this the, the phantom thread. I didn't think was that good either and then I just watched my uh, fucking what is it? Uh what is it, the fuck is the the what's This new movie, the pizza one. Oh, Licorice but, Pizza. Licorice it's, it's co yeah, it's that it's a nickname for vi- vinyl records. I remember that, but yeah, Licorice Pizza. I watched that. People said that was the greatest thing in the world, dude. And that was like, it wasn't horrible, but it was like, uh, like it was one of those movies that if I'd never seen it, it wouldn't be no big deal. And I hate to say that about him. because I'm a gigantic fan. Dude, he did. His uh, Paul he Thomas did, Anderson, man. He didn't, did,
1: he do, didn't he do Magnolia?
0: He did Magnolia, mag- Masterpiece, Boogie Nights. I Knight, think
1: Magnolia is awesome. probably my favorite. Boogie
0: Nights masterpiece. There will be blood masterpiece. Uh, what is it? Hard Eight, which is like a very unknown. F- people you can't really see it because I think there was some type of copyright issue with it. Uh, like they, they, you know, they lost rights to something like music or something maybe. But uh, you know, even Hard Eight is fucking really good. Punch Drunk Love's really good. Like yeah, I like dude,
1: Punch Drunk Love a lot.
0: The dude has. I might even be leaving one out, but the dude has like, masterpieces. And then it kind of, he. it's, I don't know what happened. He, he must have had some, maybe he had kids or something. I know that you know, dra- drastic changes in life will make people kind of change up their direction. And if he if he's just making more mature movies now because of whatever, like, that's, I got nothing but love for the dude. Like, I still think the dude's one of the best ever and, you know, think he's the shit right now. I just think the last couple movies have been not, not really up to what I would expect from him. As a fan, as a, as a fucking, as a little fucking fan on the bottom under his shoe, dude, going. Care Don't about my break opinion. my
3: friend's heart. Do better movies, Paul Thomas Anderson.
0: Cast Hawk and everything. I'll forgive you if you cast Alexander Hawk.
3: That's yes, yes. Cast me as, as the lead in your next movie. I'll be the licorice pizza.
1: You're lucky if you'll be the doorman.
3: I tell you, dude, he's one of the most. It's like I'll
0: the most- be the sexiest doorman there is. So it's, you better. Paul, I have Paul Thomas Anderson's the most awkwardly like, um, it's like awkward, like awkwardly like uh, disappointing because like I'm so dis- like the fact that I don't like. I can't think of another director that I'm so disappointed that I don't like their last couple of films because their first batch was so great. I can't think of another filmmaker that I kind of have that for. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's, and it's credit to his skills, man. And passion as a filmmaker, because I really love those fucking first batch of movies. And, uh, other people love the other ones. So I guess it's just my opinion. People love that licorice pizza movie. And I can understand why they'd like it. And I think it was Alex Hawks fucking putting a noose up in the background. So I got to, we're going to move into the next movie. He is in talks to be in the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. All right. Next up we have Yeah. It's
3: called the doorman. Next up we have a movie called <laughs> The Ted. The Ted Oh Ted? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a strong movie. Fuck you, Thunder. You can
1: suck my dick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Ted was a movie that I surprisingly
0: liked. You know what I mean? I thought it, that, was fun. that was a funny there was a lot of funny moments in that. I have a fun little story about Ted where there was a chunk of time when like I was doing some some background type dealio in those Holly films. And uh here uh, Comes the Boom came around and me and my brother did Here Comes the Boom. And I remember on set uh, while we were in there, they said we're doing so it was like a morning and afternoon shoot or something weird like that. And uh, they were like, tonight, we need people to be at another shoot for uh, a comedy with Mark Wahlberg, if anybody wants to go. And I was like, "Comedy with Mark Wahlberg, you know, no thank you." You know what I mean? But if they said it was it was from the dude who did Family Guy, which they didn't mention, if they said that, I would have said, "Oh, this actually could have potential to be like good." Then, but you tell me that you make it a comedy with Mark Wahlberg, I'm already walking out the door because. Like, oh
3: come
1: on, Monkey
0: Mark, knows. man! I think there's this guy named Matt Fisher they should hire to do fucking a comedy with Mark Wahlberg, and that's the only way that I'd go see that movie. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but Ted, I thought, was really good. You know what I mean? And uh, I guess maybe I'm trying to say that Mark Wahlberg wasn't the reason. And maybe there was another genius and minded at hand putting things in, you know, putting the ducks in a row. But that story, yeah, if I was to go that night, it would have been the scene where they had um, the Flash himself. Sam, what's his last name? Sam
3: um, oh man uh, I'm spacing. Oh you're about, um, you talk about f um
0: like The Flash from the eighties. Yeah
3: yeah, you're talking about uh, Flash Gordon.
0: Flash, Flash Gordon.
3: G- yeah.
0: Yeah. Flash Gordon. Is I was having dip- mental flashes. Yeah. Flash Gordon. What's his name? Sam
3: Sam something. I forget. Yeah, well anyways, my... it was that scene he where he goes to um, Super, super mega, mega
0: Fest. That's he's he's a super mega dude, that's why. But anybody that's ever seen Ted, is the scene where they go into fucking... Someone's having, like, a house party, and the dude who played Flash is there. It was that scene. And I, if I knew that was going to be the case, I would have done that night. But just thinking that it was going to be a Marky Mark comedy, I uh, was like, nah, I'll pass on that.
3: Dude. Oh, come on, dude. Don't you love Marky Mark? That's not.
0: I guess, that's nothing against me and Mark. Me and Mark play golf all the time, so... It's up, I actually tried
1: getting on Ted, but... Uh... Fortunately it was a situation where I was a day late and a dollar short and I was trying to get into the uh, not the makeup not, not the makeup department, but actually the prop department because oh, I heard because I heard something about um Seth McFarlane and doing something. And I'm a big, big uh fan of McFarlane. Um I haven't seen the Orville yet. But um, I hear it's amazing. But I love Family Guy. I love American Dad, and um, you know I think he's just a real interesting New England kid success story. And I really just have a great admiration for the guy.
0: We talking about Marker, Family uh, fuck and Seth. Seth, yeah, he's Seth, uh, Massachusetts dude.
1: Seth is from Rhode
0: Island. Uh, Rhode Island? Yeah, All right. Yeah, that does sound familiar now that you say that. I was taking a journey with you, and now we're both there.
3: <laughs> and and for your uh, knowledge, uh, it's Sam Jones is is
0: the guy. Sam Jones. Sam Jones, yeah. I wish I did now. I mean, looking back on it, I wish I could do it. All right, so gentlemen, yes, this should be on the list of 25 yeah. absolute. Absolutely. stoner
1: films. Absolutely. I mean, mean, whenever I think of Ted, I always think of like Ted uh, hitting the ball. I mean, you know.
0: I guess so. I would, I guess I would have to put it on there for definitely more current times ish because. I almost don't want to because I'm so angry that Hawk couldn't put fucking Easy Rider on his list that, like... <laughs>
2: I'm still upset at Hawk.
3: I'm like, what's going hey, on? Hey, hey, listen, but listen. I, I mean, should be no there. no one's listening to us to hear us agree on everything. So, you know, put on your big girl panties and move on.
0: Yeah, because she, she wants to be in control. Whole yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I'd have to put it up there too, the tw- top 25. Cause I mean, when you keep in mind the pro there isn't a whole bunch of stoner movies, you know, pu- you're not pulling from a million movies. Um, next up, of course, the David Gordon green comedy that t- took the nation by storm before he was bringing Michael Myers back. He was bringing P- pineapple express to your town for high rates. um, I'm a big fan of Pineapple Express. I enjoy the film. Definitely fucking weeds throughout the whole pl- plot of it. You know what I mean? So uh, I would have to say, yeah, I, my vote would be that definitely this is uh, a stoner flick. and would be It should be on the list for sure.
1: I fly like I can get high like planes if you catch me at the border or the business of my name. If you come around here, I take your money. <laughs> I'm screwing it up, but I fucking- I, I, I love that song and I love- I love that song. And I listen to that song on a daily basis. It's, I think it's a great movie, great soundtrack. Um Rogan and Franco were hysterical together. They have great chemistry. And that is one thing I have to say about the two of them when they do act. It's a- I heard they won't be unfortunately anymore with um they're no longer pals. No yeah, J- but... James James
3: was a bad boy, and and uh, Seth Rogen can no longer cover for him. He has to save his own ass. So, What about the ass? Uh, stay, 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 stay. I thought
0: that was like a rare jewel or something. I was curious. <laughs> like an opal. 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 I'm all about the opals for shizzle. So, what do you guys think? What do you think about Pineapple Express? Type? Yeah, it definitely, definitely should be definitely a yeah. stoner movie. So that that one's across the board. Everybody agrees.
3: Yeah, yeah. I never like, saw it, but from what I've seen of it, it's it's definitely a stoner movie. You know? I mean,
1: I, I didn't love that scene with Franco crying, eating that burger because he's just so. I mean, he's in the right role. He's incredibly funny. You know, I, mean, I like him as an actor. I really do, but I just you know don't see eye to eye with the guy who he is, unfortunately. Well, he's a very good actor, though.
0: He is. Uh, Danny McBride shines in this. I remember he was my favorite character. The whole thing. This was a yes, this was sir. a turning. This was a turning point for his career when people said, "Okay, he probably could carry his own thing." You know what I mean? And I think that's what he was trying to get out to the world: mm-hmm. is like. I can carry my own fucking deal. And he did. And uh, I want to say probably after Pineapple Express is when he started. He got a few TV shows that he was like the star of a co-star of a, you know, a mutual big role. Um, Mm -hmm. I like him. He's one of my favorite of the whole, that whole group of like the, the comedy folk there, Rogan and all those folks. I think, McBride's the and he he taps into different shit. He was a part of that alien flick, which was always oh, cool to see him pop up in that. He, he was, was one like, of the writers
1: in the new uh
0: Halloween uh, movies, yeah. Halloween films. So I got mucho respect for uh him all day long.
1: Eastbound and Down, I think, was oh, a very funny okay. show.
0: Glorious show. That's very a, funny one, show. Favorite, favorite, probably top ten newer comedies.
1: And I think with him stepping up the reins as he was going. Um, perform acting wise I, I I fell in love With this character in um, Tropic Thunder um, I thought he was very funny in that I mean he really has some great uh, Comedic chops
0: You can order them if you want Have you ever seen I've never seen Smiley Face
1: No I haven't either I noticed that was on the list
0: yeah, I know that's from 2007, and my girl Anna Faris is in it. We dated around that time. That was, <laughs> we were very deeply in love at that time. Unfortunately, you know, He dropped good, you for Chris Pratt. He left me for for yeah for Chris Pratt. I was the good guy. She, I'm the victim in the situation. She broke my heart out, ripped it out of my chest, and went over to fucking. It was I don't even want to talk about telling the truth. This dark shit, this really dark shit. But next, so we're not even gonna fucking. We, we're not even gonna talk about this movie. It's too emotional for me. But next up is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh hell yeah, hands down, a hundred percent. I agree. I agree. And another one where it's like weeds a part of it, but it's not. I mean, I guess it does. You got yeah yeah. I guess when it comes to Jay and Silent Bob, <laughs> they're they're selling weeds. Uh Billy Coyne shaking his head. No.
1: Of course it is. It's uh, one like of you. the best stoner movies of all. Time. I mean, to me, that was prime of my generation. Um, I mean, I, I was that, that came that movie came out when I was in high school, and I think everyone knew who Jay and Silent Bob were in my school, and everyone was excited. And I remember as soon as that came out, I saw that in the theaters. I wasn't stoned. I was laughing my ass off. Very funny movie. And, you know, Kevin Smith, once again, um... You know, he just, uh, he knows how to make a good movie. He knows how to tell a good story. And I i love the humor he interjects in his movies, you know, in this, where these two characters are really, it's like, uh, and Chong, you know, but he's made the, his, his own version in the view skew world and they kill it. Yeah. They own it. They own those roles.
3: Oh, also- I mean going off of what Billy said then I totally agree with that uh especially uh since I think um Kevin Smith with um Jay and Sean and Bob uh are able to be in my opinion more successful than like the Helen Kumar as as a film or uh, you know series is because that they took the Cheech and Chong mold but they made their own characters. I always thought that Harold Kumo were just too close, or trying to emulate too close to the Cheech and Chong uh, type. Um, and with you know Jay and Solomon and Bob, they are their own little you know nexus. And I mean, you gotta love Kevin Smith. And I mean, even even in his most ludicrous films, there's always heart. There's always you know you always walk away feeling good about it. So I mean, much love to Kevin Smith. keep doing what you do and never stop. much love to Kevin
0: Smith for sure. you know I think that there was a jay and Silent Bob had like an underdoggy come up to it because those characters were created in super low budget uh a super low budget film, and they grew they grew they were like homegrown they grew to massive success like I don't think. I feel like Jay and Silent Bob are probably a little bigger than Harold and Kumar, like popularity wise, and a lot, a lot And I do think that the Holly, like Harold and Kumar, is like a Hollywood made Cheech and Chong, yeah. where. Jay and Silent Bob are more homegrown underground, you know what I mean, type Cheech and Chong. And I think that when they were in probably board meetings for Harold and Kumar, of course Cheech and Chong came up, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jay and Silent Bob was thrown around too, because they would kind of love to have that kind of underground attention. Like, they'll release a movie and they'll get that mainstream attention while in theaters and DVD, but then once it goes away, it kind of goes away. Jay and Silent Bob You know Kevin Smith and all his films are so rock star that like they don't go away. He's always out there pushing them. Like the studios don't push him; he's making sure it's the independent spirit of what he does. He's keeping his films in your face. You know.
3: Well, I mean, it's it's like when he did the um uh the oh uh, Jan's um Jan Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, Jan Silent Bob reboot. I mean, the thing is that. He wanted to do, you know, sequels and and follow-ups to a lot of his other films. But the other films were owned by Debra Copyright. The only thing he still had, you know, uh, creative and control of was Jay and Silent Bob. So he then decided to do Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And everyone's thinking, you know what, no one cares, Kevin. you passe, no one gives a shit. Okay. No one gives a shit about your characters. No one gives a shit about you. Just shut the fuck up. So what he did, he went on the road and he showed them, and he made so much money going to the different uh, uh, places, doing the road show. Matt and I went to it. It was it was a great experience. And the fact is that I know Bill is, is waving his finger at me about that. He's the right. But, but but the thing is that. He showed he showed those producers that people love his movies, people love his characters, and people will him. go out. I mean heck, we were waiting in line. People were dressed up as Jay and Silent Bob. Okay, Kevin Smith is not fucking going anywhere. Right. So, you know so we were, be wanna... nice to Kevin. Treat Kevin with respect. He deserves it. We almost lost Kevin a
0: year or two ago, thank yeah. God we didn't um i want to say that when he was on stage at that road show he said he was telling a story about how like there was people were kind of iffy on the film and taking it out on the road and that he said that they already raised so much money on the road show that they greenlit clerks three so we were kind of we were kind of one of the first people that actually got to hear that clerks three got you know, the green light, which was kind of cool. And it plays into, you know, current time of us recording this. I know Clerks 3 will probably be roaming around DVD streaming probably around the time, 4.20 this year. Um, but, yeah, so that was cool. I always kind of forget about that, that moment. That was kind of a fun moment to be there. Well, yeah.
1: for these two, yeah, had a moment to go attend, I actually – was Kevin Smith's personal shopper. Personal when shopper. When I worked. Did I ever tell you this when I worked at the I Virgin Megastore? So. Oh, I vir- think
0: you did, but refresh. When I, when, I,
1: when I was working at the Virgin Megastore, I want to say Kevin Smith, he was promoting, might have been Janice Hill and Bob Strickback, or it was one of the movies around that time. I was working at the corner of Newberry and Ave, and he comes in, and he actually walks straight up to me. And, you know, I got to keep contained because I am Huge fan. Yeah. He's like, I'm a big dude. You're a big dude. I need to find some movies. Can you help me out? And I'm like, absolutely, Mister Smith. He's like, please, Kevin. Mister Smith is my father. And I thought, I thought that was funny. Yeah. So I basically was with him for close to 45 minutes to an hour, basically finding um between probably 20 and 30 movies. And to me. When it comes to customer service, this was like one of those moments where, no, not only am I a fan, but I wanted to be able to find everything for him because I am a big proponent of upselling and I really wanted to just find everything. And I probably found between 80 and 90% of everything some stuff we just couldn't find, but you know, he was really happy and we had a family uh, friend connection actually. So it was nice to talk to him, you know, about, you know, um, uh, a, a mutual friend and, um, but yeah, I know, I mean, it was cool. And I just saw his stand up where he talked about, you know, having a big spider can kind of, you know, Mm-hmm. be the big blockbuster that it is um, and I got a kick out of that and uh, I just mentioned I just saw that stand up so we talked about that for a moment but that was pretty cool just being you know his personal shopper for about an hour finding all these movies for him
2: his
0: stand ups are pretty good too When uh, if you know one's at the evening with uh, Kevin Smith Evening Harder I George. really
1: enjoy those yeah. a lot
0: so we gotta get, get Jane Silent Bob strike back, get the green light for a stoner Absolutely. comedy town. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Next up, Tenacious Dean, the pick of destiny, the Jack Black and uh, what's the other gentleman's name?
1: Kyle Glass.
0: Kyle Glass, my boy, gas up in this mother trucker. Um Tim Robbins, of course, in there with some hotlines. You know
1: what I mean? Meatloaf is in there with some hotlines. Oh yeah. He's fucking Ronnie James Dio is in there.
0: Dio is that moment with Dio and Meatloaf's in there too, rest in peace both. Yeah. Um that took, when when Dio's in the door singing, I remember being like fucking strapped in, like, let's go. This was That was one of the coolest scenes. I fucking love that, dude. That, that whole musical moment. opening's great because Meatloaf sings and it turns into a whole deal. Um I really love it a lot. A very funny movie. Made me laugh, you know, a handful of times. Um, if not more, for crying out loud. Um, the singing element, you know, that could have been easily fucked up, but they fu- it, it it was great. It worked very well. You know, it was a great the way they did it was great. Dave Grohl is the devil was cool, you know what I mean? It was a really fun, yeah. really fun movie. I'm surprised we never got a sequel to that.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they tried at some point, but I think maybe they did, and then Jack, you know, maybe got busy with something, or Kyle. But, I mean, when they're together, great chemistry, very funny.
0: They're touring right now, so maybe after, maybe they'll start thinking about. What, I, I'm, when, when, yeah,
1: I'm, I saw that they're coming to Boston at some point in the near future.
0: They're part of a festival, I think too. I don't know what the deal is, but I assume everybody was writing either music or movies during COVID, so maybe they maybe pick a Destiny too. That'd be kind of cool. They'd have to go battle the devil again, of course. <laughs> you know, Actually, that,
1: Maddie, uh, you remember when we went and saw John Carpenter? I do. That band that was performing with Carpenter
0: yeah. is
1: actually Jack Black's backup band for oh. his, for for Tenacious D. I support that. You know, Tenacious D reminded
0: me. You ever see Studio Six Six Six, Bill?
1: Oh, I know God. that's. I love Dave Grohl. You know, and I know he had a, that's like his horror movie. Um, I still need to watch it, but I, I read nothing but positive things about it. It's just it seems like it's a real Fun, good movie. That is a nice throwback to like the, you know, trick or treat, you know, and uh, rock and roll nightmare, you know, with uh, John Michael Thor. You know, I mean, I I love those movies. So I, I definitely have uh, Studio Six 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 on my radar. I'm, I'll check that out at some point in the near future.
0: It's good times. So I was listening to this podcast. Uh, it's called the Boombuster Cast. They did an episode where they interviewed the director. Uh, laying what was it laying down hawk what's the name of that episode it was uh
3: laying down tracks in exactly. studio
0: six six six
3: with BJ McDonald
0: Booyaka Shah that's a beautiful stuff look at that double that's
3: double promotion how you like that Bill I'm Thank
0: fan.
1: God you're here Hawk Hey
3: well, what can I say what can I say yeah I mean it's uh Tonice's D Pick a destiny I and I love Jack Black and I love I love that that the duo of those two guys, and yeah, it's definitely a stone a movie. It's a lot of fun, and uh, and what I love about that movie is you know that they're having so much fun doing it that you know you almost feel like you're just with a group of buds watching the film, yeah. guys enjoying doing what they do.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean, they comple they complement each other really well. You know, I just love the the humor between those two and the me I mean, it's really a musical, you know, at heart. And I think that's one of the great things about it is it just has great fun. It's a great fucking soundtrack because you know they already you know are singers in their own band. But that's not that soundtrack was a really good one too.
0: Jack Black seems like that the, he must be exhausted, dude. He all that physical comedy, take after take after take, and he goes probably full force. He's probably fucking beat at the end of the day.
1: It was about a 15-year stretch there at one point in my life. Everyone thought I looked like Jack Black.
0: You could get back there if you wanted to, Billy. You'd have to
3: style your hair, right? No, 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 it's okay. Jack Black looks like Billy Corb.
1: That's what I started saying at some (laughs) point.
3: Jack Black looks like me.
0: Jack Black, Jack Black, Jack Black. Do you ever go you ever wake up and you see Jack Black written in the mirror backwards?
1: (laughs) No, but when I was living out in Los Angeles, I had people running up to me wanting me to sign stuff.
0: Sure said, How about you lend me some money and I'll get your nice autograph? I'll be right back. You know how many times that's probably happened? People that's probably an actual gimmick, an actual fucking racket. People that look like people in Hollywood, they, they dress the part and you bump into them and they become, they get friendly with you and they go, oh, I left my wallet, dude. Can I grab that 20 bill? I got, uh, when I got, when I get back, we'll go home. We'll go home back to my house and we'll, uh, I'll get you the money there. And the fans are going, "Whoa, shit. There you go, $20 bill, $50 bill. Hundo dollar bill right out, the, right, and then he fucking dips around the corner. You never see him again. Horrible. Horrible. All right, so next up, did we all come to an agreement on that? Yeah. All right, scary movie. You know, scary movie is a movie that was a fun movie. I thought it was funny. I know there's weed in it. Yeah, uh, the fact that the serial killer guy um, smokes weed. I think that might be the only real real tie that could make me want to say, Okay, put it into the weed category, but if 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 he doesn't smoke weed till later films, then
3: I'd say, I don't know, scary
0: movies is just more of a horror comedy, you know
3: what I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, but on on this one, I'm a hard, no, no stone comedy. I mean, it's a dumb comedy that's the best you could say about scary movie. Uh, it's incidentally more horror comedy, more in the comedy than anything else. Um, I mean, the thing is, the funny thing about Scary Movie is it was the beginning, I think it was like the beginning of the parodies that then went on to like Not Another Teen Movie and, correct. and Not Another Epic Movie. And now, both uh, my pal here, Matt, myself, and I also think Billy. Uh, we we all love like airplane and and movies like that, which are parody movies. And parody movies are fun, but um, scary movies started a trend where it was nothing more than hey, this throwing a pop culture reference. Hey, this bring in Charlie Sheen for a second because ooh, people know who he is. And we can make a joke about what's going on in his life. Um, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, well, I think Scary Movie by itself, if they just stayed a scary movie, the first one, that's it. It would have been okay. It would have been enjoyable. But because it spawned a slew of shit that followed, okay, I'm sorry, but uh, I I... I can't give it any. I have a
1: rebuttal. Uh oh. Let me let you finish.
3: No, no, no. Go ahead. This year, the rebuttal. Okay. Because, like I said, the movie itself was okay. It was enjoyable for what it was, but it spawned so many
1: people. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. if, if, If it was just the first movie. But considering there's a stoner element, you know, to this list. Scary Movie Two, I think, is a very funny movie. Amazing cast, and has more of a weed reference than the first one. When you have a plant start smoking you, that kind of—I—I—I I, it, I, it, I, mean—the it, it, movie is. I think the Wayne's brothers are hysterical, very funny, and when they were in the Scary Movie franchise, which they started, mm-hmm. I, they had a good thing going. When the Zemeckis brothers, or um, uh, not Zemeckis, the Zucker brothers came into the later ones in the series, because you know, and I love all the stuff they've done, right. but I think it just kind of changed. It was different because it wasn't, you know, the Wayne's brothers. They're not
0: as well. They're not as young. Wayne's brothers kind of have their pulse more on what's going
1: on. Yeah. And I think that, I think that second one is definitely better than the first movie. I love the first movie, but I I, love a little more. I mean, I think Chris Elliott, um, almost to a small extent, definitely that his character became more well known in the meme world. Um, when I, I saw it in the theaters and it was a big thing. Hawk, go ahead and say what you're gonna say
3: okay, okay, okay i will I will uh, give you a thing that scary movie two should be considered a weed movie i will I will give you that. Uh, scary movie one, I would not say because it was really only one scene. and while, yeah, I mean there's you can say that the Marlon Wayne's character was kind of the pothead throughout. Johnny! But, yeah. but it, it it just, yeah, I think it it, felt, it feels a lot less of a stoner movie and more of just a horror comedy. Um, and like I said, it had good points. My problem was the fact that it very quickly became, hmm, this through every pop culture reference we can think of, have a script that makes absolutely no sense, and makes you just want to gouge your eyes. <laughs> That's how I felt. It it became very quickly on, and then of course you had the other uh, shit stains, which were like epic movie and and the uh, the other ones. Yeah, well, I was always hard on.
1: I liked those movies, but I think the last great one was probably. Not another teen movie. And then after that, I just kind of stopped. But to me, I think not. I don't think. Was one of the last great parody movies. Was not
0: another teen movie part of, part of, because you know, those, those epic movies and all that, they were all kind of part of the scary movie deal. But was not another teen movie a part of it? I felt like it might have been.
3: Yeah. All all that, I mean,
2: the I best, enjoy part, of, the best
3: part of another not another teen movie was um, uh, uh, future Captain America with a banana up his ass.
0: That one stands out to me as being yeah. good, like, and remember, that
3: like, is only good because of who he became.
1: Randy Quaid is the father, um, oh,
2: um,
3: like the cocaine father.
1: Oh, he, no, he no! That was wasn't a, Randy Quaid. Was that was so the dude, funny.
0: That was the dude from The Burbs, um, who just passed away.
1: Well, uh, Rick Dukum.
0: Yeah, my boy, dude, Rick.
1: Ah, rest in Rick, peace. I love that dude. Rick Dukeman was a very, to me, I think one of his best roles was the Burbs.
0: He was the father, wasn't he? Or am I, we think we talking about two? Rick, Rick
1: Dukeman Car- was the father of the Cindy's girl. character yeah, yeah, yeah. in the first scary movie. In
0: the first, yes. Okay.
1: All right. I thought. No, was I a love what we're like, oh, you had a party? It's like, why didn't you call me? It's like, yeah, apparently there were drugs. Like, what, do you leave any cocaine for me? No, I'm sorry. All the kids basically. I would love you know, to go to
0: a convention or something.
1: Me too. I mean, I, I think I, I mean, Rick Jukeman he he was a hell of a stand-up from what I hear as well. I mean, cause that was kind of his. laying
0: part. down nowadays.
2: <laughs> and,
1: oh. He oh, he, yeah. lost, um, he lost. He like, lost. Remember, like, he lost a lot of weight for. Uh, well, not for, but I mean, he was fairly thin when he did um, his little cameo in Gremlins Two.
2: Yeah.
1: When he is, his got bitten on the nose by the daffy gremlin, and throws the thing off him and starts shooting at it. And he's like, you know, Billy Pelter. It's like, you know, you're you're getting arrested. <laughs> and It's. There was another line. I'm trying to remember what it was. He was like, oh, do you remember the whole Kingston Falls incident? Billy Pilcher, and he's like, I only remember the Kingston tree.
0: I don't remember any of it. I'm lost in the world.
1: I know, but i I watched that movie so many times, even with the subtitles. Gremlins 2 is one of my favorite. Actually, to talk about movies that I basically smoke to, that are my favorites, are... Alf and Gremlins 2.
0: Alf and Gremlins 2. There's a combination right there. Those uh, are like two
1: of my favorite stoner. We'll to, like to smoke and watch those? Would
0: you smoke weed with the Gremlin girl and Gremlin Two that gets in the elevator with the dude? And she's in love with him. If she
1: st- if she stay if, st- if she stays on her side, then there's a. <laughs> you want to want to
0: get romantic with her?
1: No.
3: <laughs> Come on, Billy.
0: Don't you like Gremlins? I heard Gremlins give good head. Don't tell the public. <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah, you know what can you do? They
1: That's take cool. their teeth out just like in return to Salem's Lot. There
0: mm-hmm. was is, there was an old gremlin with that took its teeth
3: out, wasn't there? I think you oh, were like, thinking of grandma uh grandpa uh, Monster. Grandpa think, Monster. Horrified.
1: Oh yeah. I was thinking of Robert Prosky.
0: Well, as long as you're thinking, that's all that counts.
1: That's all that counts. Just things. You
0: know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. So, scary movie. Did we? Did that? Is that going to be accepted in?
1: Uh, I think. Or should we do yeah, scary movie two. two?
3: If we did scary movie two, could we let them just sneak in there? I I would say scary movie two will let's lead in, but scary movie one, I didn't think have had enough of a uh, uh, enough stoner. Uh, stuff to uh, warrant it being in the list. All right,
0: fair enough. Next up, we have We Are The Millers, which is horrifying. I think that the main they're there. The dude needs money or something like that, so they, they bring a, big bu- a bunch of weed over in an RV cross-country. Not like, like
1: Christina that. Applegate and Jason Sudeikis.
0: Sudeikis. It's a Jennifer Aniston, though. Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah.
1: No, I, I, I remember that movie. Yeah, uh, Christ, I haven't seen that. That's yeah. definitely it. It's I a druggie movie.
3: I haven't seen, seen the movie, but I did see one clip, which was a outtake scene, yeah. which honestly probably was the best part of the entire movie, probably,
2: Ooh, which
3: was shit. the fact was uh, Sudeikis was going to turn on music on the, uh, the car radio for them to sing to, and the Friends theme song comes on. And of course, <laughs> you have a close-up Jennifer Aniston where she's just like, what the? And then she starts laughing and everyone's just, you know, playing along and, 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 and poking her. And she's just dying laughing. That within man. itself is the best part of the entire movie. They cut it out. Well, the thing is that they, had them turn on music, but it was a friend's theme song because they did that for a joke on Jennifer oh, so was, yeah, they weren't planning on using it. It almost that.
1: seemed like a practical joke on Aniston, which yeah, actually I don't think was they really were.
3: Weird. I don't think yeah, they were. They, they to, yeah, they weren't going to put that in, in the, in the right. movie, but so they got... What, what do you think? What do you think about this one?
1: It's the, yeah, up. I mean, they're transporting drugs. See, There's,
0: yeah, but no, no, I don't think any of them smoke weed in it, though. I think that's a big part of fucking yeah. a movie. Right. character <laughs> smoked.
1: Huh? Sudeikis' character, he definitely smoked.
0: Like once? Mm-hmm. They made him smoke before they sent him off or something? <laughs> I can't he see him
3: smoke
1: smoking. To to I, I, I remember there was a funny line where he's like, he sees one of his buddies getting a haircut, and He's like, hey, how you doing, man? He's like, good, good, good. And he's like, hey, you know, and he actually gave him, a, like, a bag of weed. I can't remember if it a transaction or not. Yeah. Well, and he calls his wife and he's like, honey, we're going to get fucked up tonight. <laughs> wow. and, you know, I, I remember that movie.
0: I I would say no. My vote would be negative on it. But... Yeah, I agree with Matt on that. But, Billy, you said yes, huh? And I'm, I respect you for being a solo man on
1: that. I'll be a solo man on this. And I'll You're say a good him.
0: man. You're a good man, dude. Next up real quick. We're going to go a little quicker with these. You know what I mean? Um, Fear and Loathing in Vegas, baby. Last Vegas. The Hunter S. Thompson book. Johnny Depp. Benicio Del Toro. Um, fucking the dude who played Spider-Man's got a little spot up in there, too. Now, me, I love this film. I think it's a Terry Gilliam directed fucking yeah. masterpiece. Um I still would say I don't think it's a stoner movie. I think it's a drug movie, which there is a difference.
1: Oh, it is. It's a total drug movie.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with Matt that it is definitely a drug uh, movie, an alcohol movie. It's it's all about different substances. I mean, Pod is one of them, but uh, I mean, to consider uh, Solo a, a stoner movie, I mean, it'd be one thing if, if he was just stoned throughout the end of the stuff but i mean i mean his most memorable scenes are when he's on LSD not pot yeah so i would say no i mean i would definitely put it as one of the top drug movies but I'd not say, a uh, stoner movie yeah like i'd say more of an acid movie
0: i guess like more you know you can i think you can smoke weed and and, and watch any type of movie and enjoy it but i think like if you want to get wild uh, you know, fair low things like with the diet with like the dinosaur things and like you know it's there's a lot of weird things that kind of make you trip out. You know, I'm mean? going, oh my god. So I'd make it. I'd say more of a drug movie than a weed movie. Yeah. Next up, we'll we'll consider
3: all the Cheech and Chong movies. Definitely stoner movies. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Them. Anything with Cheech and Chong. Okay, I mean it's like a law.
1: And you don't have to watch those movies, Stone, and, to, to laugh. Because those two worked so well off of one another. And the yeah. characters that they portrayed were sincerely and genuinely funny, even though they were inebriated. But <laughs> it, it was just an amazing balance that worked. It, they were like the Abbott and Costello of drugs.
2: Yeah. And
1: And, you know. They struck I mean, when the hell was hot, and they became embedded in the culture. You know, just it was just an amazing. Uh, I mean, it's quite uh, big possible. respect. Big respect for uh, Cheech Marin and both Tommy Chong. Yeah, to Tommy just Chong, you know, definitely. figure out and make this work. Yeah,
0: uh, the, probably. I can't really, you know, them, Bob Marley, when you're trying to think of iconic weed smokers, you know, Snoop Dogg, um, Willie Nelson, maybe, of our time. I can't really, you know, the, Cheech and Chong,
3: dude, like, I, symbolizes marijuana. You know what I mean?
2: It's yeah, there's,
3: like, there's a few people I would smoke a bowl with, and Cheech and Chong is on the top of the list. Cheech and Chong, yeah, it's one of those deals. If you never smoked
0: you never smoked weed before in your life and you hated it and you were in a room with Cheech and Chong and they lit up a, a, a marijuana cigarette, if any time in your life you were going to do it, that would be the time.
1: Just yeah. Story or alone. even say, like, Snoop Dogg.
0: For Snoop Dogg? Snoop, Snoop D-O-double-G? Yeah. For sure. Willie Nelson? You know what I mean? All these gigantor people. You know what I mean? Dangerfield, Rodney was a big weed smoker You know what I mean It's the same way of I I told a story I knew a dude that fucking Went to a a party at Ernest Jim Varney's house and there was cocaine uh, All over the place And I would, I don't do cocaine But if Jim Varney Cut me a line of cocaine and said Know what I mean I'd fucking, I'd toot that cocaine down And be like, yeah, Jim Varney, I know what you mean now Buddy (laughs) You know what I mean, hell yeah Hell yeah, I wouldn't do it again unless I became terribly addicted and you guys had to come save me. You know what I mean?
3: Billy and I show up at Ernest's house. We grab Matt. We try and drag him. No, it's Ernest cocaine. I gotta get more. Must have Ernest cocaine.
1: And then I basically punch Maddie in the face and we drag him out of there. And then, uh, and then we make sure that he's alive and safe and well. And we watch over him as he comes out of it. And then. And when he
3: comes out, he comes out punching and screaming like, I don't like you guys anymore. You took me away.
0: That powerful Billy.
3: Nirvana. Kill me off.
0: Uh, I won't do it. I'll turn Jim Varney
1: we We're not going to lose you to the Ducks.
0: If I bump into Jim Varney tonight and he offers me cocaine, I'm not going to accept just because of this talk we had, boys.
3: Well, now. well, that plus also a fact is if you met Jim Varney right now, I got news for you. He's dead and you're talking to a ghost. Wow. So it's wow. probably not a good idea to do it anyway. Maybe it could be a negative force. Trying to get me you
1: talk to ghosts, ghosts every single day.
3: Yeah. Yes, I mean I know the fact that both you and Matt died five years ago, and I'm still talking to you guys now.
0: That's kind of eerily true to, in my situation. That's when you would have lost
1: me. Yeah. Now, close, reefer madness. i I've been hot and hog for a while.
3: Oh yeah, we're the souls of those kids you killed back in kindergarten. Eh, well, you know, you gotta die sometime.
0: That's what you said to me before you choked me unconscious.
1: By the hawk hand. Then
0: he, then he took advantage of my body. He took advantage of my lifeless body, too. I just, I, I came all the way back just to tell the world my piece. <laughs> I, I, I
1: he his he choked the life out of me.
0: This man strangled me and then had his way with me.
2: After I was dead! After I was dead, he was an animal!
3: Moving right. on, moving Come on, on. Let's move on before people think I'm really a, as as messed up as you guys paint me. All right. You know what's really messed up? Uh, Reefer Madness. I've never seen
0: it. I always thought that was a messed up deal. Um, I would probably say it would have to be a weed movie. Reefer Madness is a movie that it's like you know what it is, but you almost don't want to go through with watching it because like. I don't know. I, I don't. Fi- I don't feel like it'd be too entertaining. I feel like it would be more of a chore to watch at this point. Well,
3: yeah, reefer madness is definitely more of you know. Like education. It's more. their their way of trying to tell people that pot is bad. Don't smoke pot. Don't smoke pot. It's not good for you.
0: Keep it going, boys. That's why I like to
1: well, hear I mean, you guys re- talking reefer. Reefer Madness has had this life um where it was almost like an underground movie. And I wanna say I'm not hundred percent sure, but that there were there was a um a company that went bankrupt and they had all these film cans and I believe it was um Johnny, um, God, I'm trying to remember his name. He was the president of of Rhino Video. And I think Reefer Madness for its, like, when it was picked up theatrically, New Line Cinema actually was one of the first companies to put it out. But when it came out, I believe, on VHS, it was, um... Johnny, I think it was, his name was Johnny Legend, I believe. And because I know there's the singer John Legend, but um, I think his name was Johnny Legend. He also had a role in um, Rider Reanimator, is one of the reanimated corpses. Um, But, you know, he's something, his company was Something Weird Video. And I believe it was Something Weird where Reefer Madness was I think it was rediscovered when it was put out and it's had this life and reputation as being this movie of, you know, this is what it's like being on drugs, you know, seeing through the eyes um, back in the uh, early turn of the last century, Um, the whole perception of drugs, you know, what it will do to you. And of course, you know, it's shot in black and white and it has like a flavor to it that has almost like a slight, um, um, documentary perspective. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. But, um, one thing I always thought that was interesting when I found out more about Johnny Legend, um, yeah. when he was something weird video, when he, I believe, Purchased it while on set of um, uh, *Brighter Reanimator*, he would always have before getting his makeup on a vanilla milkshake, and Mm -hmm. and that was the one thing he just was he had to have it every single morning. Makeup people would be like, "Okay, you know, puts down his milkshake and zombify him up."
2: well
3: I think I mean going back to, to uh, Reef of Madness um, I think it was one of those things where it, it was a film that was done I don't think it was that popular when it actually came out I think that it being as you said found and then re-put out there and all that is where it really got its popularity and I think a lot of people like it because it's such a interesting and also weird way of looking at drugs and also pot because you know, it's like a lot of other films of the time it came out where, you know, uh, drugs were, of course, rampant and they were trying to do films that were trying to tell you not to do drugs. And, of course, sometimes they... Uh, made the effect of the drugs a little bit more uh, cinematic to bring people in than they actually were. I mean, that's a perfect example with, you know, reef for Madness with uh, marijuana. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of like it. It's kind of like an odd little thing of, well, this is how people viewed pot back then. I mean, now, you know, I mean, if you're sitting down and you're listing all the drugs uh, known to man, pod is probably the l- least harmful out of all of them.
0: Usually hawks and marijuana like heroin. So I'm glad you've come around for this episode.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I've been trying to, you know, take the, uh, the joint and put it into my veins. And unfortunately, it doesn't quite work. So, I have to do it the old fashioned way and stick it out of my ass. Well, there's enough
0: stuff up there already, can't Hawk you, right? is
1: hardcore.
0: Hawk is hardcore.
3: Hardcore!
0: He's hardcore and half baked, ladies and gentlemen. And that brings up one of our next uh, films. Half baked, of course, you know, the Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, fucking uh, the late Bob Saget. How can you not know, think of Saget when you think of half baked? Um, masterpiece for filmmaking, you know. What
2: I mean?
3: Oh yeah, Half Baked definitely a stone comedy. Harlan I mean, well. you got you Jim Brewer, you got Dave oh, yeah. Chappelle, uh, you got as, as you said Bob Saget, and it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's one that's uh, fun to watch with and without the uh, the old Maui Waui. Amen, brother. Classic. we
0: to
1: talk to Samson.
0: Great, yeah, really funny movie. Great, Half Baked Good Times, you know what I mean? Definitely, I'd say, has to be on that list.
1: I, I think uh, Chappelle and Brewer, and I forget the other guy, but he was also on Chappelle's show. Uh, the three of them were, they were great. They were a great troop. I mean, I they all worked well together. A lot of cameos in that movie. Um, but I just, you know, I, I, I love the hell out of it. I think it's just, you know, anytime's a good time to watch Half-Baked. You yeah. want to laugh? Watch Half-Baked.
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Half-Baked was huge when I came out, too. I remember it was a talk of the town. Everybody loved Half-Baked. Anybody love a
2: Half-Baked?
0: You know, Harley Williams is in the ICP movie, Big Money Hustlers. Which that's always that's a fun watch. I don't think he's in the sequels. But next up, 'Cause we're cruising for a bruising baby, super troopers, super troopers. I mean, thinking. About, I mean, do they even smoke weed in that movie? Is there a scene of it, or are they just kind of they're dummy cops, right? They drink.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I never. I saw like a few scenes of it, but never really got into it. I mean, it's it's dumb comedy that can be considered stoner comedy because it's it's all cheap laughs. Um, all the scenes I've seen, I don't remember seeing them with any joints or any smoking like that. And if and I would say it's more of just a dumb comedy than a stoner comedy. You should
0: see it; it's actually really good for, for a modern comedy. It's, it's well done, um, but I don't I don't feel like there was a real weed theme to it. They did beer fest, which was obviously
1: well. That's quote, I mean, it's it's broken lizard.
0: Yeah, it's Broken Lizard. And then they were going to do, they were going to do like Weed Fest or Pod Fest or something like that. I think at the end of Beer Fest, there's like a teaser for like Pod Fest or whatever with Willie Nelson and Snoop or something where it's a weed competition. You know what I mean? Like that thing they do in like the Hemp Bowl there. You know what I mean? But I don't think really funny movie. Do I think it's a stoner comedy or stoner movie in general on the list of stoner I don't even know if I'd put it on a stoner comedy list. You know what I mean? It's just people getting down, you know what I mean? But, um, so, unfortunately, I don't think I'd put it on the list. Yes. What do you guys, what's your take on?
2: Yeah,
3: I wouldn't put it on the list. I mean, definitely, I, you can say that it's definitely a dumb comedy, and, and, you know, it will probably be fun watching it stoned, but, uh, I don't remember there being any heavy, um, you know, uh, pot or smoking themes throughout the entire movie. Um, I mean, they might have that, uh, you know, pot bowl and all that at the end, but that's more of an afterthought. I agree. Um,
0: yeah, I think it's more of just the party thing. I'm really trying to think about no drinkings in it. There's more fucking maple syrup drinking in it than we'd smoke, if I remember correctly. But. That's okay with me. It just don't make the motherfucking list. So, gentlemen, next up on our list, can you guess it? Can you feel it in the air? I bet you can. You know why? Because how high? But I haven't seen it, so I can't really give too much of an opinion. I would say that by the judgment of how people love it um, and the fact that I know that there's weed smoking throughout the whole film and it's a big part of it, I'd say it probably should be on the list. Have any
3: of you gentlemen seen the film? I like, yeah. have not seen the film, but just for the fact, just for the fact that it was a huge inspiration for Kevin Smith with Jay and Silent Bob, and to the fact that when he did Jay and Silent reboot, that he actually brought you know Method Man and the other guy uh, back as kind of a nod to How High. Which was, as he said in the movie, a huge inspiration. So, I mean, it's definitely a stoner movie. Um, unfortunately, it's one of those I, I missed.
1: I the one of the first few few times I ever smoked. I um, smoked with my good buddy uh, from high school. Um, went over to his place, and he's like, "Dude, I need to show you this movie, and we're gonna get baked." And, and um, I lap my ass off. Method Man, Bread Man are very funny together. They, it's um, <laughs> it's just a really you know it, it it's another one that works. You know, it really does. Um, uh, yeah, Eddie, Gri- Eddie,
0: Eddie Griffin.
1: Eddie Griffin is in there. That's my boy, dude. Um, you know, oh my god, he he plays a pimp. Um, you know, I have a potential P I M P pimp and oh my god, it's just, it's, I, I would, I recommend it. I definitely recommend it. I like it a lot and I'm bleeding.
0: You're bleeding?
1: <laughs> yeah. Why
0: are you bleeding? You're a hemophilia? My foot. You're a hemophilia? You okay, Billy. How much blood?
2: Uh, that's
0: a lot of blood, Bill. Maybe you should call an You're
1: missing a toe, and that I brings up the name. next movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, my my, my fuck. I just like scraped my foot and half my nail just like really came off. Oh,
0: the nail. I have done that. done that. You all right? You want to. Take
1: care of that, or you want to wrap it up? I'm I'm fine. Let's. uh, I mean, we're
0: almost done. We're motion quicker. Uh, Since how high it should be on there, but never soul plane. I've never seen that either.
3: Soul plane, I've never saw that. I mean, Steve Dog is like, uh, like I think the main character in it. Yeah. You Know that I mean, I'm sorry, but you got Snoop Dogg, You like automatically makes it a Stone of Movie, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he smoked a weed drug the whole thing.
1: I, I love Snoop Dogg. I, do um, too. I, I, I unfortunately I've known of this movie for a few years, I know it's something that Snoop is just like it's a movie, um. <laughs> and, I mean, it sounds like it was a fun experience, but it was just, it, it just, I don't believe it did well at the box office, but it definitely developed uh, a, a reputation, and um, I enjoy it for what it's worth. I mean, it's its, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's, it's a hell of a lot of fun.
0: I never seen it. I assume we smoked sweets the whole entire thing. I don't I'm looking at the plot to it doesn't really sound like weeds in it. I'm going to say I don't really think it should be on the list. I think it's just on the list because Snoop D O double G's in it. I got nothing but love for Snoop. But when it comes to lists of top 25 stoner movies. Come on, man. I think just because you smoke weed. Uh, before action and maybe even on the set uh, isn't enough to make it a stoner movie. It sounds like there's a different plot at hand, and uh, I think the weed's definitely going to be more ingrained in it, which is why I'd probably say the same exact deal with Dude Where's My Car. <laughs> um Shout out Donkey Lips, the dude, you know, fucking it up in that, too. Um Me and Ashton Kutcher, you know, I, I don't know if there's beef there, but, like, if we're in the same party or something, we don't really go over and talk to each other. It's one of those deals. But the other dude, the Sean Williams Scott, I dig a lot, you know what I mean? Um Goon, those goon that Goon those two Goon movies are actually pretty good for a person who doesn't like sports. They're actually worth checking out, I'd say. Um plus he, he's probably one of my favorite from that chunk of actors. You know, the American Pie ordeal the spin off of that you know he's done a lot of cool shit i like his cameo and um old school is it where he hit the, with the dart that's old school right yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: that's i like the one run- i liked him within uh, the rundown
0: the rundown mm-hmm. with the rock yeah that was good times too you know he was in um he was with knoxville and uh dukes of hazard too he's all right yeah you remember yeah I got no hate for him, like
3: I said. Yeah, I Sean Williams Scott is on the TV series now. I forget the name of it, but take uh, over for burn notice.
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't remember. Dude, Dude where's my car? Is more of if I remember correctly, more Bill and Ted where like they don't smoke weed in the show, but they're dummies type deal. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, it's more of. Um, I kind of put in the same category as Super Troopers in the fact that you can argue that maybe it's a stoner movie in that you go to get stoned and that's, then you watch the movie. But, uh, part and all that is not a big uh, aspect of the movie itself. I mean, it's, it's a fun, dumb comedy. I mean, the best part is with, um, uh, Brent Spiner and Andy Dick. That was the best part, and yeah. the dude wears my car. In my opinion, I feel like if you are gonna have "Dude Wears My Car"
0: as a stoner movie, you gotta have like "Good Burger" as a stoner movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, movies of that caliber of comedy, and, 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 and you know, I think this was like PG, maybe PG thirteen. I don't. There wasn't too vulgar. It was pretty. It was very. It was very Bill and Ted. It was probably them going. We're gonna make a Bill intent for the new generation. The thing
1: is, though. Yeah. I never considered Bill and Ted Stoners.
0: Well that's the, that's what I mean they don't smoke on the show but they they're assumed to be stoners by the way they dress the music they listen to and kind of their place in life that's what you're supposed to think they're stoners without cool. seeing them smoke and it's the same deal for these two I think.
1: The direction yes that Alex and Keanu were given. Yes was basically they called it um, this big puppy dog affection. And I think that definitely can be perceived as kind of stonerish um, because they're just like kind of big wide-eyed and innocent and they're just loving life and they just love people. And I think that definitely can be perceived as um, – stoned-like behavior. Um, But I never considered Bill and Ted to be stoners. I consider them more to be absent-minded teenagers. Kind of, you know, dumb, but they're smart in their own ways.
0: You know, just because they like some excellent adventures and some bogus journeys don't mean that they're fucking stoners, you know what I'm saying? I agree with you, Billy. You know how hey, much I agree with you. Hey, hey, no. hey,
2: man! Yo,
3: Dude. brother.
2: Hey, hey, man.
3: Hey, have Yo. you seen my car? Well, I've oh. seen the back seat. Oh no, I—I I mean the whole thing. The whole oh. car. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: My line from "Dude, Where's My Car"? That's some vicious shit. That's
0: vicious. "Dude, Where's My Car" is a fun. It was fun. I remember it being fun. I—I I, I don't mean to shit out. I remember the girls were really sexy.
2: Oh yeah. I it mean, it's a, like,
3: it, it definitely was a lot of fun, but it's a silly, dumb comedy. I mean, not really a stoner comedy because, well, like we said, I mean, uh, you can argue that they are stoner-like, but uh, they're definitely, uh, they don't, you know, uh, from my memory, didn't have any, any part of smoke. You, up also, or you guys also got to bring into question, would you consider Dumb and Dumber a stoner movie? That I would put in the same category as as Dude Where's My Car, where it's saying. it's better watching it stoned, but the movie itself isn't a stoner movie. Well, I, I
0: said yeah, like that movie didn't make the list, and it's like there's really no reason why that shouldn't be here if these other ones are here.
3: Yeah,
0: um, I guess they'll go. They're just dumb people, but Dude Where's My Car is dumb people, dude. Yeah. You know, they're they're, uh, they're like super fucking dumb. They Dude Where's My Car is let's do another Dumb and Dumber. That's yeah. pretty much what that was, you know what I mean? They were so big with that movie, let's do it, newer generation. Uh, next up, Grandma's Boy. And I'm a big fan of Grandma's Boy. I would call it a stoner movie because there's a lot of sm- smoking weed going into it. And
1: um, is it Dante?
0: Dante, dude. You know what I mean? I dig Dante. I thought the whole movie I, was great.
1: God, that is such a funny movie. It is. Um, it, it was we, one of those. We films actually films had and, a, a a roommate here a few years ago. And um she is she she's the uh, sister of uh, Peter Dante. Um who's, who plays Dante in the movie. And um to me I think Grandma's Boy is it's a very fucking funny movie. Great cast. Um Yeah. The who's the lead of Hatchet? The skinny guy? Oh, um,
0: fucking um, Joel names.
1: Moore or something yeah, it's like it's that. It's a three
0: name. It's a three name name.
1: Yeah, David he, Joel
0: Moore. David Joel, yeah, uh, him or Joel
1: the, David Moore. <laughs> him playing David
0: Moore.
1: Him playing the the bad guy in this. Oh, fantastic!
2: So,
1: so funny. Um, and I just did David Spade's cameo. I thought was incredibly funny. Um Grandma's Boy, it, it was a happy Madison production. I do remember that.
0: Yeah, Sandler um, produced it, but it was
1: Sandler was not in it. But I think it's actually the best Happy Madison production um movie. Um I I would love to see a sequel to that movie, actually.
0: It's very pre it's almost like Seth Rogan's gang before Seth Rogan's gang. <laughs> But I digress. Grandma's. I I think it should be a stoner comedy,
1: to tell you the truth. Oh, it's it's totally a stoner comedy.
3: Yeah, I mean I personally never saw the movie. Dang. I mean I saw I saw the trailer for it and I saw some clips and yeah, I mean it definitely reeks of, of, of a stoner comedy. Marijuana. Reeks of marijuana. It reeks of Mary Jane. Mary Jane, how do you do? Watson? Mary Jane Watson? We're talking Spider Man now?
0: You dated her for a little bit.
3: I dated everybody for a little bit.
0: Don't tell anybody that. Yeah. They're
3: yeah. Hawks dated everyone in his I own I dated ability. everyone once, twice, and three times.
0: Hawks says, I dated every white man. So, grandma, did
3: everywhere, man. next
0: time you're over, you'll have to watch from Grandma's Boy because Grandma's Boy is actually really good. I remember the time that that came out, that was one of the best movies of the year, comedic yeah. wise. Again, it's not saying a whole bunch because that wasn't the best time for comedy, I feel.
1: It kind of snuck under the radar
0: because it wasn't because Sandler produced it, but he wasn't the star of it. So, it got like a wide release, but not like as well promoted or something like that.
1: No No, I agree with you.
0: They never want Bill Coyne to feel bad about that stuff. They always want Billy to feel good about stuff like that.
2: Yeah I, I happen
0: to I, I might have to crack open my scary movie one and two tonight and uh,
3: possibly pop into
0: it because
2: and then send
3: was, me text Alex, I don't know what you're talking about. This is the best movie ever, you bastard. Scary movie Three has my favorite gag. Uh, Or maybe I shouldn't say Maybe Is that a ball gag? Yeah (laughs) Okay I just want to make sure that we're talking About the right gag here You're a very naughty boy Alexander Hey come look look at my whip collection And you'll uh, figure that out Part 3 or part 4
0: Part 3 is pretty bad Part 4 is bad too But I forget which one it's in But there's a gag with Charlie Sheen And his wife gets hit by a Fucking some dude kills her and, and, And like when they move the car, she's going to die type deal. And the dude that hits her stumbles up to him drunk and goes, hey, man, can you give me a ride home? And that was the fucking, I laughed so hard, dude, over that one scene uh, that I got to give that movie kudos. I can't remember which one it was, but I got to give whichever one it was kudos.
1: Yeah, I think it was three. That sounds really familiar. That- yeah, yeah,
3: that was a reference to the Signs movie. Oh, is that what that was a reference to?
1: Yeah. Yeah, in
0: the science movie, they were the wife The wife dies. yeah. But it was, uh, oh, I laughed laughed for days over that. That was such a great line where it's just like, (laughs) like it was no big deal he just killed the dude's wife and he's drunk. You
1: think it's funny,
3: man? You think it's funny? It's like the car
1: is the only thing that is keeping her alive because she was like chopped in half or something like that.
0: Yeah. Very sad stuff. But that moment was great where he just stumbles up drunk. Hug you give me a ride home, dude. It's just like you put your, I remember that got me off guard at first and I laughed out loud for like a, a good minute or so that got me going, which again, like I said, I don't get that a whole bunch of times. So when a film does that to me, I got to give it kudos. And I know that pretty much after scary movie two, it was bad territory. And where Definitely White was horrendous things we don't even want to speak of when we talk about the film talk was, was mentioning um, earlier.
2: But,
3: stains on comedy.
0: You know, they... they. That's the unfortunate, you know,
1: Brothers did come a- back though. Oh, did the, they? Um,
0: Scary movie?
1: The, 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 I think they called it Oh, what was it? Um, a Haunted House or something like that.
0: That was them, huh?
1: And that was actually pretty. fun. I mean, you know, the Wayans brothers love horror. That and, was the
0: one spoofing um, uh, paranormal, The activity. Conjuring,
1: and the paranormal stuff. I think Paranormal Activity.
0: Yeah.
1: I remember. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I remember when Paranormal Activity was the rage. Um, when that first that was like know, fifteen years ago, close to it, I think, when that first one came out it 's been at least over ten years I think. It's
0: been too long I liked uh, the third one was actually pretty decent too if I remember correctly but uh, paranormal activity isn't really a you know marijuana film not yet at least you never know you So never can what tell. what's
3: what's the next one on the list
0: that's the list bubba
3: that's the list that's the end of the list there's
0: only twenty five and you you missed three of them yeah
2: Oh, okay, I th- cool. I felt
0: like we've been there for 420 fucking years. I don't know if anybody else feels like this edited that would be two parts or something. Maybe I slipped into the 420 zone and my mind's crazy.
3: Time to smoke a bowl.
0: But I fucking, I gave hard times to uh, an actor. When I said the thing about laying stand up, the dude stand up and laying down, light flickered in my basement.
3: That's yeah. how scary that was. He's coming for you, Matt.
0: Well he he's not finished with you yet. That's what's going down. When I see you leave the picture, I'll know. Like Bill Coin's out of the picture. He's dead. I don't know where the fuck he went to. Somebody got him. Yeah, somebody got Billy Coyne. So, you know, thank you all out there for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Boombastic Cast. It's our little 420 episode, if you will. Uh, I believe the network's doing a 420 episode this year. So uh, check out the media to see if, what the reality is of that. Um, but, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Bill Coin's back with us with the most fabulous lighting that Zoom's ever had under their belt. I with my
2: blue sticks
0: glow stick,
3: though. Dude, that is not a glow stick, man. And, and if it's glowing, that you gotta see a doctor about that. Alexander oh, yeah. Ugg, as a gentleman that doesn't smoke weed, is there any movie experience that you would want to see high or would get you to smoke weed to see? That's a good question. That no. is a good question. Shit. Now, now, that's that's going to require me to think a bit.
2: Well, that's okay.
0: Thinking's all right. We we're very cool with thinking at the Boombastic Cash Show. We think everybody should do more of it. You
3: know, <laughs> more thinking. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good. Uh,
0: I mean, if I got you on the spot, I don't want to break your heart or anything. You know, we don't. No, need- okay. I mean,
3: I mean, a, a, a thing that uh, actually just came to mind, which I think would be a cool uh, movie to watch uh, while high is uh Lunatics a love story. Oh my. I got the copy right here.
0: Oh my goodness. Not yeah. the scary thing right there. Is that a Where did that come from? Is that library copy? Is
3: no, no, sticker? no. I uh, bought this online.
0: What's that sticker thing on the bottom left?
3: Uh, let's see. What is that? Oh, it says low level violence and adult themes. Oh shit, you better be
0: careful.
1: Oh, wait. show sh- 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 that thing again, dude.
3: Lunatics,
1: a love story, brother. Dude, you know that's a region. Um, do you have a region free player?
3: Well, I was able to watch it. I probably
1: does that. Yeah, you probably do.
3: Yeah, but anyway, it's great. It has Mister Ted Ramey, the brother of Sam Ramey, as the lead, and it's yeah it has some you know cool funky you know imagery to it um, there's you know uh, big fake spiders and it, it's it's something that is definitely kind of crazy within itself just watching it regularly I remember you were
1: obsessively talking about that movie at Rock and Chalk when Ted Rainey. because um, I know you did, didn't you also get his, uh, his, Ted
3: his signature Ted signature? Ted Raimi
1: is the only person
3: that I've actually gotten two signatures from at the same time. Because I am such a big fan of his. I don't think he gets enough respect uh, for what he does. And honestly, I, I, it took me a while to find this copy. And, and I think there should be more films with Ted Raimi as the lead. I support that. Fuke. Well, we
0: dedicate this episode of 420ville to Ted Raimi. Bruce Campbell, also in that film, I
3: believe, right? Yep. He's in there. Uh, he actually has a slightly smaller part, but also he does a voice of a doctor in it, too. Bruce, he does multiple roles. Bruce Campbell smokes weed. He's a medicinal weed smoker, so shout out
0: to 420 to Bruce Campbell if you listen. bop <laughs> ba
3: I mean,
0: okay. um... Bill Coyne, what's the, if people were going to go watch a movie stoned out of their mind, what's the best movie, if you could pick one for them to go see?
1: Grandma's Boy.
0: Oh, shit. I like it. Picking from the, the home deck. I like that.
1: On a personal note, yeah, um, I love animation. Mm. Um, and the thing is, I'm kind of uh, on a retro pick. So I've actually been smoking watching real Ghostbusters. Oh shit! I've been down that road before. That's been a good. That's always a good time. Um, yeah. Infamously, um, I would constantly smoke with Alf all four seasons. You smoke with the father
0: from Alf or just yeah. You gotta be careful sure. with them. Gotta be I careful. stay away
1: from the crystal, dude.
0: <laughs> the crystal is seventeen forty, no four twenties. Keep it real. It's a 1408, yo. Uh, rest in peace to the father in Elf. He's dead. You he smoking too much crystal meth. Gave him death breath. Now he doesn't know what to do. So we hope everybody enjoyed this episode. We hope it's not too long. You know what I mean? But uh, what can you do? Uh, thank you, Billy Coyne, for coming on the show and granting, uh, you know, spending a, a, pre, a, a 420 Eve with us. Pre, pre-recorded 420 episode.
1: This is fun. I mean, this was so... Last minute. I'm glad we made this work. This was a blast, and I appreciate you having me. You know, uh, we're going to say
0: it is last minute because we weren't expecting to do an episode, period, end of sentence, and one just kind of came about, and, you know, Hawkman wasn't even supposed to be up in here, but we fucking got him. The shooting must be over for the day, or hopefully we're not going into his night too deep. But, you know, Hawkman fucking came in on a spaceship just to to be... you know what I mean?
2: So well, thank you know
0: you.
3: me. No matter where I am, I'm always here for you guys. You so even if I'm 20,000 20, leagues under the sea, I'll be I'll be trying to video chat.
1: Yeah, we'll go Jules Verne on your ass, and we'll pull you out from those depths.
3: The
0: man's dedicated. I like it. Hey, so what can I say? Hope everybody out there has a nice, fun, safe uh, 420. Smoking marijuana leaves, watch some movies Do something fun Not too fun Just zone out and veg out, do the deal, do what y'all do Best
2: Just the right amount of
0: fun Just the right amount of fun And we'll catch y'all on another regular old episode Of the Boom Basta Cast Real soon Alright Peace
2: Licorice peas. Peace, 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 peace,
3: peace. Smoke weed every day. Making weed, smoking weed.
0: Yeah. Drinking beans, beans, beers.